Boys Club. Is it called Boys Club because my apartment looks like a boy lives in it? I wouldn't say a boy lives in it. I would say a boy is kidnapped somewhere in here. Boys Club. We're everything. We're true crime. We're, we're world true, star hip hop. world star hip hop. We're Netflix reviews. Stories of the day. Boys Club. Listen. Yeah, do it. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. Uh, I think. Uh, no, we're not. And on Google Play. Nobody gives a shit. Boys Club. Boys Club Podcast. Now with 90% more sound clips of black people. Boys Club. Touch me and I'll sue you. Here at Intoxia Reviews, we intellectually dissect the art of cinema scene by scene. Here's some clips. Oh, he is. It's just a fucking big wooden doll full of cum chasing kids around. <laughs> you look up guys who poop in a bag. I think that's where you'll find them. Because he is hurt. It's probably just in your search history anyway, isn't it? This movie fucking blows. So don't forget to subscribe to Intoxicated Reviews on all places you find podcasts. Except Spotify. We're working on it. Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Oh, hey, Internet. Welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah McClellan. This is a weekly comedy variety talk show that gets personal with comedians, friends, and various guests. And we shoot the shit about life while having a couple drinks. This is attempt number three at an intro. Um, my first one, I recorded fully, and I was totally recording to the computer mic and not my real mic. So yeah, this is attempt number three to get this intro done. I'm going to try my best to keep this quick. This is a long episode this week, but a great one nonetheless. This week, we actually have another Mark on the podcast. Last week, we had Mark Anthony Synagoga, and this week, it's my good friend and podcasting partner in crime, Mark Boudreau. So Mark is a returning guest. Um, he did an episode on Intoxicated back in May with him and his former co-host of the Brand New View podcast. Things have changed quite a bit since then. So a lot of this episode is us talking about a new exciting thing that is happening, which is the launch of a podcast production business called BNV Media. This is Mark's beast of a project that he's taking on. He's absolutely killing it so far. And I'm actually very happy to say that I'm going to be working with him on this as much as I can. I wish I could give more time than I can, but I'm going to do my best to work with Mark on this business. And essentially what it is, is offering podcast production services to startups and hobbyists and really anyone who wants to start a podcast. Anything from consultation to actually producing it, artwork, marketing, editing, all the fun things that go into podcasting. So whatever it is that you need for your podcast, we can probably help you out with that. And this is going to be a business. So this is very exciting stuff. Um, this has been in the works for a while. And we do talk about this whole journey going from hosting a podcast to turning it into kind of a media company. So really, really cool stuff. Mark's a great friend of mine. This was a really fun episode. I want to give a big thank you to Mark for coming on because he came over and recorded and he was flying out at 5 a.m. the next morning. And this was one of those weeks that I didn't have a guest lined up. I was just struggling to, to schedule somebody. And I have a bunch of things in the works that are coming in the coming weeks. But this week, I really needed an episode. And it's always good to sit down with someone who you're really used to and you're friends with. And it just kind of is an easy thing. So this was a really fun episode. Big thank you, Mark. Um, it actually got really fucking deep towards the end, towards the second half. 
path, uh, some deep shit that we got into. But I really, really liked it. I mean, I love it when that happens. So great, supersized episode this week. You are going to find out all about the different podcasts that Mark is working with on different levels. We tell you all about those awesome podcasts, and I'm going to make sure to link below to all of their social media so you can check them out. It's a pretty awesome podcast community here in Halifax, and we are excited to be a part of that. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Make sure to follow Mark on social media and stay tuned for more information about BNV Media. And I'm going to update you guys as things become more official with that because we are still working out the kinks with the website and making sure that that's all finalized and stuff like that. So stay tuned for more information. Make sure to follow Intoxicated on social media. That's Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast. On Twitter, we are in underscore Toxicated. If you dig the show, make sure you are subscribed and you can leave an iTunes rating or review. It's always extremely helpful in terms of visibility for the show. You can send questions, feedback, comments to intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com. Send me some life advice questions. Send me anything. I mean, I will. I'm down to hear anything, really. Also, make sure to check out Intoxicated on Twitch and YouTube. Links below to that as well, because that is where the live streams will be. And there's actually going to be a live stream coming up when this comes out. It will be tomorrow. So Saturday, the 26th on Twitch and YouTube at 9 p.m. Atlantic Standard Time. It's going to be a Halloween live stream. I'm very excited for that. Please tune in because every single time I do these streams, I am just unbelievably nervous and anxious that no one's going to show up and no one's going to watch. So um, don't make me feel like that loser in high school and tune into the live stream and send me some comments in the chat. Uh, Love to hear from you guys, especially listeners of the podcast. Also, if you want to take everything a step further, if you really, really dig this, you can check out the Intoxicated Patreon page, patreon.com backslash intoxicated. You can donate a monthly amount. There's various levels and you can get extra content for that. So that's about it, you guys. I hope you enjoyed this supersized episode with Mark Budrow. Look at that B. Look at that branding. BMV. You're taller. Um, I like, I, I'm not telling. I'm going to feel especially short over the next two days with fucking oh NBA God, players. Fuck, fuck. Oh, you're six nine. Some people think I'm five nine. <laughs> so I think I'm like five two or five three. I'm so go. short. They're so tall. They're giants. I've said this before, and I'm not going to say it again because now I'm like you know I can't. But now like, you're being recorded. But giants are the same. Oh shit! Thing. I'm streaming. Fuck. <laughs> it first starts. Hang on. Let me just see if that went anywhere. I'll just double check. I don't think it did. But I, I, I mean, honestly, if I were to name drop, I would ruin lives and careers. Ooh, juicy. Let's get juicy. <laughs> All right. Let's fucking do this shit. Let's go. Oh, my gosh. We are back. We are back. Back in the New York group. Oh, that's not, I don't even know the melody of that song. Um, we are back on the Intoxicated Podcast, everybody. Ooh, 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 ooh. It's a solo episode with a returning guest. I don't know why I'm singing. I'm actually delirious. I'm so sleep deprived. A lot of anxiety in the room right now. And I just, so I'm feeding on that. <laughs> Do you think, do I f- seem anxious? I have no idea. I am though, so I can't tell. I, I, I don't get the vibe that you're... Anxious. I hide it quite well. Right here. <laughs> right in the tummy. Right. There's just like a tennis ball right here. <laughs> it's fantastic. Guys, we're back with Mark Budra. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Mark, you did. I don't remember your episode number, but it was a while ago. 69. No. 
with uh with your former co-host of your former ben podcast. Brammer, shout out Mr. Brammer. Ben, ben Brammer, shout out. But yeah, you were, you did an episode with him. Yeah, I haven't seen him. And now ages. you're back by yourself. I am back by myself. Well, I mean, shit, shit, so much has happened, right? I mean, I don't even host Brand New View anymore. Brand New View, the podcast itself, is on hiatus. Is it totally uh, on hiatus? No. Entirely? Uh, my, my host towards the end of it, Sid Kasatsky, who was also on. Yes. Intoxicated with his... Uh, yes. His now separated <gasps> he was, wife. Uh, he was on... He was on Roos podcast with his now separate oh, wife. Fuck, yeah. He was just on uh, by himself with me. Got my local podcast confused there. And no worries. It happens. Like, I wish I could have had them on. I would have asked a lot of inappropriate right? questions. Right? I mean, he's pretty inappropriate, so he probably would have answered them. <laughs> But yeah, he is supposed to take over like brand new view with Sid Kasatsky, but we're still still in the works. We've been yeah. so fucking busy. So things have changed quite a bit. So well, let's let's not get too ahead of ourselves here. Um, we're drinking. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Oh my god, my drink totally matches the curtains. <laughs> oh, the drapes match the curtains. <laughs> so we are drinking. Mm. You are drinking some Propeller IPA. Dippa. Double IPA. Dippa. Shout out Propeller, they had a, yeah, Dippa. Dippa. Is that, is that literally what you call it? Dippa? Yeah, people say that. They had okay. an election party last night at Propeller. Oh, Ooh, there's a real fucking barn burner. Watch the election. Oh. I don't understand that people who have election parties. Like, yeah, I voted, but I'm not going to watch people slowly count up yeah. votes. So that's interesting that you say that. I I went to Gus's pub. So what they did at Gus's was they had comedians up on stage with mics. Okay, I like that. Yeah. See, that's a little different because they're like kind of making fun of everybody and like, like kind of like ball busting and like the uh, owner of Gus's like bought us pizza. Nice. And I was like, you know what? Ooh, that's this is so that pizza I never enjoy like elections either. And I had a really good time. Thank you, Gus's Pub. And shout out Andrew Vaughn and Martin Edwards for planning that. Shout out. Okay. Because um, it was a lot of fun. It was just like we just hung out and stuck around to like 1130-ish. And then we kind of shut her down. But okay. there was okay. like a big screen projector. And so we were watching coverage. And comedians were up there just like busting balls. And uh, it was a lot of fun. Highly minority. Yeah. Which, okay, I won't lie. By the way, I'm drinking a Caesar. Just a Mott's. Bottled Caesar. P.S. Um, <laughs> In case you want to sponsor us, come on, Mots. Mots. Probably. Uh, I don't out know of your range. policy about logos or anything, but I'll find out eventually. But um, yeah, I I admittedly don't know a lot about politics. Admittedly, um, but I, don't I think a lot of people do. They I never pretend. knew what a minority government meant until last night. It means nothing's going to get done. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. But it also means like some things that we may not want. To get done, like, I don't know, say Won't. some pipelines. Right. Won't get done, which is good in the long run. I mean, I don't want this podcast to get political. But people are very absolute in that we need to save the planet. And I get that, but we right. can't just go snap our fingers and make the pipelines go away. Right. Yeah. Our, 100%. A lot of our economy is based on it. So, yes, we need to phase it out. Probably going to like lose friends because of this. And that's how no. polarizing politics has gotten. But I, I get it. It's, it's, <sighs> Everyone has, here's the thing, you gotta, we all have to learn to understand and respect that people are going to have different opinions than us. Right. And we're not going to like it, but you gotta respect the fact that we can all have opinions. How lucky right. are we to live in a world that we're allowed, you know, allowed to? Yeah. You want to talk about China? And, yeah. Jeez. Oh yeah. You're Hong all about Kong? this stuff. <laughs> oh man. I've been way too political lately. <laughs> 
getting That's fired a, up over here. Check out the Safety Off podcast. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. We have we have like so much to talk about. We have a lot of plugs about. to do. I know, because when were you and Ben on? What? When would that have been? I'm going to look it up, okay? Yeah, Sorry, folks. We I got our phones out. I won't lie. I should have had that prepared beforehand, but you know me. Can we get much higher? So, oh, 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 oh. All right. Where the fuck was that? Did I not even make a post? I mean, that? I could probably go back through and talk to him really and find bad. it faster than you. That's, it's a race. It's a race to find out. It's a race. Because I don't know about you, but I have no concept. Like, if you were to quiz me on my own podcast ooh, episodes, ooh, ooh. I would suck at it. Episode 110, May 7th. Holy shit, it was back in May. Okay. I win. So, that, oh, so June, July, ago. August. So, so, like, five months. Five months ago, a lot has changed in five months. A lot has changed. I mean, yeah, back then it was just brand new view podcast, of course. Mm-hmm. I'm so used to using a condenser mic, so I'm like, I need to be talking <laughs> into it from the side. It's, it's like, more like right here. No, this is perfect, yeah. Mark. Chill out. Yeah, um, I love these mics. I know they're great. They're honestly like the one of the, I think, other than my computer, the best purchase, I think. I've, Dynamic. I've Ooh, yeah. whoops. Sorry, guys. Didn't put it on <laughs> vibrate. Yeah, we're going to be like, hire us to produce your podcast. It's like, who is this guy? (laughs) Um, But no, we went from doing the one podcast, Brand New View. I mean, I always, I started Brand New View trying to get into this world of podcasting and creatives and entrepreneurs and and just see what I could make of it kind of thing. Yeah. So the the Brand New View is kind of like uh, a key to a door. Ooh, I like that metaphor. Right? It was the starting point. It was the starting point. And it was always the starting point. Yeah. Right? Which is interesting to me because a lot of people, I think, when they get into podcasts, they just kind of try it. It's kind of like stand-up comedy. You just kind of try it and then you're like, oh, I want to do more and keep like make it better. And you had a vision from the start. Like, well, I mean, I don't want to. Sort of. You were, you didn't launch right away. You know no, what I mean? No, yeah, we, like, we, there you, was some work put into it. There was it. thought and work. But yeah. initially, yeah. What, what Ben and I thought would happen, sort of. I mean, it was kind of the plan. I don't really know. I mean, with Ben, it may have been temporary the whole time. I don't I don't really know. Still love the guy, though. Mm. We haven't been recording. <laughs> <laughs> we got the audio. I'll include the audio in. We'll start over. Hello, folks. <laughs> Welcome to the YouTube version of this podcast. We've actually been talking for the last 10 to 15 minutes. Glad to see you. Actually, only 11. Only 11. So you didn't miss out too much. It was mostly talking about the election last night, and I think we're all kind of fed up with politics. So. Mark Pedro's here. Hey, it's your boy. We are drinking. Double IPA. Okay. Sorry about that, guys. We I forgot to hit record because I was telling Mark about how the buttons are small and how I can't read them and how I accidentally hit start streaming and then I never hit start recording. So that's what happens sometimes when you're busy and tired and then you got to record a podcast. Yeah. Because consistency is key, and at least I'm here doing it, and I didn't skip on you. That's right. So there you go. Every week, two and a half, more than two and a half years running. That's right, baby. We got that three years near your birthday, right? Yeah, around there. Yeah. February? Yeah, end of February. Six, six, we'll six. Be three Check years. out that party. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> oh, right. So, yeah, what was I getting into? Oh, I yeah, was we talking were saying, about. Yeah, brand new view and how brand, brand new, new view, view podcast, how you you had a bigger vision for it. Yeah, so initially, sort of, yeah, the idea was just strictly brand new view. Ben and I thought, you know, we could go the sick boy route and. 
grow this podcast to a point where it's big enough where we could make money off of advertising dollars, off of live podcasts, live shows. And that that's kind of, that's tough. I mean, kudos to Sick Boy because it is not easy to get to that point. So that's kind of like what I wanted to ask you about. So I feel like this is a thing with a lot of new people trying trying to get into podcasting. Mm-hmm. Because I think when we think of doing a podcast ourselves, we think of who we look up to. Like in this case, a sick boy or, you know, people who have bigger fan bases who are making money off of it. You never really think, oh, shit, like I have no idea how long it's going to take to build that base because you got to get the base. Then you have to convince them to pay for things. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's not easy. I mean, they... Geez, I think they've been doing it for at least three to five years. More than that, like yeah, a, a long, long time. time. So they've built that foundation, and, and it took a while. And, and like you said, it really comes back to the consistency and, of course, the product you're putting out there. But also the, I would say as well with them, have you ever watched the documentary that they did about their journey? No. It's interesting because they um, right out the gate did a Kickstarter campaign mm. to raise money for equipment so they never like you know intoxicated start with a snowball mic and a laptop and a kitchen table like i i was very budget ghetto like budget <laughs> I, ghetto i don't know if that that's probably not coming the right to term. a <laughs> university textbook budget near ghetto. you <laughs> but i went i went small um they knew that they wanted to make a quality podcast so they knew right away that they needed to invest in equipment. Right. So they did a Kickstarter campaign. The thing is, these guys, too, I think, had really good social networks, a.k.a. friends who really wanted to support them. Yeah, and Jeremy's an actor, so he's he yeah. had, they already had... A little like, bit of a base. A little bit of a base. And as we both learn, you know, it, it takes a while to kind of find your voice and, and find yeah what type of podcaster you want to be. They've so kind of made it... I mean, they all have different personalities, but I think they all have different personas as well. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily how all of them are in real life. So it's kind of but like But that's a, the thing. I feel like podcasts are pretty close to real life. I'd say so. You know, it's not uh, it's not like Big Brother where there's webcams in their apartment kind of oh. thing. <laughs> I mean, there Ooh. might be webcams in here. But Speaking I, I would say like doors. it's one of the more genuine art forms, depending on what kind of po- like if you have an interview based podcast, I mean, well, it's raw. You don't have to yeah. have this network that you have to go through and everything like three people, one above the other have to approve everything. Like, right. No, you can just put your shit out there into the world. You have full control. And with them, they really, they really, truly did something different that actually hit a universal base you know everyone knows someone who's been sick everyone's been sick like like it's just one of those things mm. that literally everyone can relate to and it's fascinating and so they really hit all the right points right. for them to rocket launch it made into sense. success i mean it yeah. was let's laugh about these diseases essentially yep and jeremy is I mean, he's an actor, but I, I'd imagine he's got some comedic chops because oh, of, yeah. he's he's a funny guy. Like, we went to the live show this past January when they I've were at Park Lane. And, you know, it was it was kind of felt like a stand-up show. Like, yeah. there was a lot of, lot of comedic um, elements to it. Yeah. So, yeah, they're doing well. I think we've probably... Sucked their dicks long enough. <laughs> no, that's terrible. I, no, no. I, I, we, we, you and I both... 
totally respect what they do. And mm-hmm. I think we strive to get to that point. Yeah. And so, like I was saying, that, you know, that like, was the initial goal was to get to that point, Ben and I, with Brand New View. And we kind of found that probably after four months, yeah. we sort of plateaued with listeners and we we're like, okay, this is kind of where we've either got to say, are we going to stick with this? And ramp it up. And ramp it up and maybe go another year and then see the results? Or are we going to take, uh, you know, excuse me, take a different route in there, route. take a different route, yeah. take a different strategy point. And that's kind of the direction we went because Ben wanted to phase out. I mean, he was working a nine to five. I, I had quit my job to do this. So I was just serving on the side, which I still am. <laughs> right. So I had a lot more flexibility with my schedule. Yeah. And Ben was kind of burnt out at that point. He was starting a new relationship, which he's still in. Shout out, oh, Ben and Lainey. Very nice. And so that a lot of his, any of that extra free time that was going to the podcast, he was like, well, I want to uh, kind of, I've got this new thing. on the This go. is what happens. And right. the thing is, you and him were a team. And so not only is it you, but it's another person involved mm. and their emotional uh, wellness or whatever it is in, in this thing. Right. So if it's not even, it's kind of like any relationship. If it's not even, it's, we got to break up or we got to, exactly. you know, it's a mutual breakup. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're, we're, st- a- we're still very much friends, but that was a thing. Yeah. We were friends beforehand and then it kind of became a business relationship Which, more than friends. Like whenever we were together, we were talking about the podcast. We weren't just right. like shooting the shit anymore. Right. Which is so, so interesting. I know. Right. Like that's why they, I think that's why they say don't go into business with your friends. But we're friends. Yeah, that's true. It's like, I don't know what you're fucking talking <laughs> but, about, Sarah. But, I don't even know you. But no, one thing sure. I will say about us is like our friendship is Doesn't based go on the back business. That for, for, yeah, we're both podcasters. Like, yeah. That's how we met. It's not like we were friends before you had the idea to start Brand, brand New View Media. Yeah. And realistically, Jamie, this, uh, our sound engineer, I've known him since I was four. But So that's a little different. Whatevs. But I mean, it's the way this is going to work is still t- to be confirmed in terms of dynamics yeah yeah we're just starting out and and what we're talking about folks because we kind of jumped ahead there we did we jumped the shark was the uh the route that we've now decided to take so instead of just doing brand new view one podcast we are now producing other podcasts for ourselves so our original network but then we're also on the other side of things producing branded podcasts for companies brands clients influencers Hobbyists. Whoever wants one, hobbyists, etc. So, a lot of the time, you'll see companies like Gimlet uh-huh. and CBC. They have their original network of, of podcasts that they have full control over. Like they're not producing those podcasts for another company; it's for them. So we have those. We have four now. Um, Safety off, which I was referring to earlier for our audio friends out there because i don't think the youtube people got that one safety off and what's safety safety off off about so safety off is uh, hosted by childhood friends anchor gupta and patrick morris they're from south end halifax they are engaging in uncensored debates essentially and not uncensored in the sense that it's like very crude and 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 racist it's not like that it's just we don't have like I said earlier, we don't have a network that we, we don't have to like go to the network heads and be like, is this okay to talk about? Yeah. Like, for example, the last episode was about the controversy in China with the NBA and the Hong Kong protests. Right. We don't have to worry about that. We can have, uh, you know, a off limits discussion, I suppose. It's essentially say. say what you want. Say what you want. Yeah, and so. it's centered around politics, sports and culture. Mm-hmm. Typically, 
we're three episodes in. The first two were three separate topics, one about sports, one about politics, one about culture. Mm-hmm. But with the Hong Kong protests, it kind of it's all encompassing. So we just covered China right. for one episode. Great episode. Check it out. Safety off podcast. And this is these are podcasts that are out right now. They're out right now. They are it's it's being done being already. Done, being done already. So and that's one. That's one. Then we have What You Make It. Yeah. Hosted by local celebrity Ryan Williams. He's a photographer. I Check only him out. met him briefly at Five Guys when I was in a rush. So I feel bad that I didn't get to oh, talk right. to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting those five. Because like I did his cover art, which is kind of special. Yeah, I love that cover up, by the way. Yeah, it's, it was really cool to do. Right? It's it's very like streamlined. It's it pops. I really enjoy the visual aspect of um branding a podcast because it's so important and Um, a lot of and it will take you a while to figure out what you want the look and feel of your brand to be but that to me is really really fun like playing with font playing with color playing with images like i love that so that was really cool for me bringing your podcast to life bringing your podcast to life which is the media slogan so what you make, and he talks to entrepreneurs. So he talks to influencers, entrepreneurs. He's a very charismatic guy. And I'll have to reach out to him. We've kind of uh, tried to center it more around him because mm-hmm. that's more of the strategy we've been taking is, you know, people aren't going to come back each week to listen to a new guest. They're going to come back each week because they want to listen to the host interviewing a new guest. I actually, I, you, 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 you hit a nail on the head there. I think that that is a struggle for me. Because I have new guests every week and they're a wide range of people. Yeah. Comedians, characters, business owners, friends, podcasters. Like it's I will have anyone on who I think is cool and interesting. But you're right. It has to come back to you. Right. The connection with the host. Exactly. You know, people aren't watching Anderson 360 because they want to hear about the news. They want to see Anderson Cooper. Yeah, it's like chatting about what's going on in the world. Exactly. And that's why a lot of times I try to make my content personal because mm. it does bring me into it more. Yeah. So hopefully it's like it's like you'll see um a lot of like advice podcasts yeah. that take listener questions. They'll have celebrities on. But again, it goes back to we're just going to answer these questions. Yeah. So you have the guest on and they're an amazing person, but it all comes back to the format of taking it, like giving advice right. to listeners. So it's interesting that you say that. Yeah, that's, that's a very good thing. point. And that's something we found out, you know, over the course of kind of the last year, just learning about podcasts, like Podcasting yeah. 101. Yeah. So that's a good one. Check it out. He's on, uh, or I guess we're on episode three, episode four, coming out. Well, it already came out, actually, by the time this will be out. Four episodes are out now, folks. Four episodes, Check it little out. baby. What You Make It I podcast. love that. What You Make It. Lots of plugs on this episode. Whoop, whoop, this is going to be like kind of like a showcase for yeah, BNV. BNV Media episode. And I got to say, I got to say thank you like for coming on because you're literally catching a flight in a matter of hours. Um. Oh, yes. <laughs> we'll get into that as well. But okay, so that's... Speaking of, we got the Orlando itinerary right here. Oh, perfect. So that's um, what you make it. So that's what you make it. And what else we got? then we have the False Nine, which mm. I may have given a shout out to back in May. I think you did, yeah. Yeah, so that's the soccer podcast that I host with my cousin and his friend. More of just like a, a hobbyist podcast, just having fun talking about soccer all around the world and, and making jokes in between. But very niche, which is actually good for very podcasts. Niche. And we, uh, I, I, I have a decent knowledge of 
the game of soccer from playing FIFA and, and following the leagues. But those two, they know too much. Right. Mike and Neil, if you're listening to this, get out of your house more often, okay? You know, you guys know way too much about soccer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Continue what you're doing. Otherwise, we wouldn't have anything to talk about. But no, it's great. They're diehard fans. It's a fun podcast to do. And you never know. It could go somewhere. We'll see. And then, of course, we have Brand New View. Yep. The original. And yep. then down the road very soon actually brand new view with Sid Kasatsky so keep that branding with brand new view but then adding Sid into it adding Sid into it so those are our original podcasts we also have a podcast launching in about three weeks called Lather Rinse Repeat yes dating dating podcast with two lovely ladies yeah two lovely ladies from Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. Shout out D Town. Uh, why don't you go into an accent when you're talking about Dartmouth? Because I'm from Halifax, and it is my due diligence. <laughs> due diligence is my duty to make I'm fun ex- of those people. I'm genuinely excited for this one, just on my end, because I love dating podcasts, and I, I I'm helping them with their logo, and that's really exciting. And yeah, this is going to be one that I'd like to put an ad on Intoxicated for. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because um. Should be really interesting. Maybe I'll send them a couple questions because I got questions. Oh, send them I... away. They're looking for people that uh, send in questions because they're doing. We're recording right now. We haven't launched yet, but we're, we've recorded three episodes so far. Speaking of which, I should give them Geneva Dickey's info because she's the Halifax matchmaker. She would yes, be great on that. She, she would be great sure. on that podcast. Check out JE Matchmaking for your matchmaking services. Check it out. I didn't win the Bachelorette contest, but. There's Fuck always it, whatever. There's always a couple months. I was the most nominated person. Really? Yeah. So Why they didn't did you a, win then? So uh, well, I think, it, draw? I think it's just a draw. So my chances <sighs> were upped, but I still um ain't that a bitch. It was really I really thought I was going to win. I won't lie. Like the when she was like going to announce it, I was kind of prepping myself for the Instagram story of me being like, "I won." Thank you. Thank you. I won. And then it was like she tagged me in the post of the winner. <laughs> which i was like what actually really cute girl really cute girl who's the new halifax bachelorette maybe i'll look it up um here i'll pull her up actually Wait, there's a heck, thing there's could, a halifax bachelorette okay. was she gonna go on dates with people now so like here's, what is this shit here's here's the deal with this so this halifax bachelorette gets to go on three dates with three guys two of which are chosen by instagram so i could nominate you no if you, don't do that if i don't want to use the internet to get a date well if you think she's cute i could nominate you and you could go on a date with her i think she's pretty cute i think she's kind of your type i won't lie i, I won't like lie i, I think she looks too much like my ex. She's an occupational. I was just gonna say that she does look a lot like your ex. <laughs> Woo! I think that's why I said that. Her name is Jill. She's twenty five. She's an occupational therapist. Good God! I don't think that they. I think she, maybe she doesn't want to be. Maybe she doesn't want to show it off. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. If I was the Halifax Bachelorette, I would have pumped myself out. (laughs) I was very excited. I was very excited to potentially win that, though. Trying to get some pumps in tonight. (laughs) But yeah, she gets to go on three dates with three men. One from three very eligible bachelors. Eligible bachelors, yeah. From from Instagram. From two from Instagram. One one from the Book of Love, which is her clientele. I'm not it's in that. very I'm not exciting. In not. A, would you ever hire a matchmaker? No. No. Are you back? Okay. So you are now single. Wait. Let's hold we're that not thought the because we're not done with. Oh, new, new that's media. true. That's true. But we will get to let's, this. I'm getting ahead of myself. I, I know. I'm typical me. I'm like, let's get personal right away. Oh, I know. So lather, rinse, repeat podcast. Yes. Uh, yeah. So Jessica and Himali, they mm-hmm. are the two hosts. 
and they've been friends for I don't know how long. Last a little while. They've they worked together in the service industry. Shout out Moxies, I guess. And uh, <laughs> what was that? I'm just joking. Shut up, Moxies. Sure. The weirdest. I I, apparently, but, they have amazing chicken legs. I'm no ties to Moxies. I don't want to shout it out. But anyways, yeah. So Jess uh, has been kind of dating for the last while and hasn't found that mm-hmm. that uh, special guy. Mm-hmm. And Himali's been in a relationship for like the last eight years or something. So they're coming from different perspectives. Yeah. So they contrast one another quite nicely. And Which is really good to have on a show, actually, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Coming from uh, someone who attempted a dating podcast. <laughs> How many dudes t- did you kiss oh, this summer? It's a sore spot. <laughs> Bagels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that didn't really work out. Hey, but that-, that just goes to show that mindset is important when it comes to dating and podcasting. When you mix the two, it becomes even more important. So if you're in a shitty spot, you're on the mood to date, and you feel like you have to force yourself to date for the podcast, that's not a good place to be in. Very true. You don't want to turn dating into a game. job. Game. A game. Yeah. I mean, it is a game, a though. Let's be realistic. But you're right. A job. Yeah. And you don't want that. You don't yeah. Want you don't that. want to feel like you have to do it. Like, I, I've been in a shitty place. Just I'm just trying to rid myself of codependency um, on people. About it. Me too. So, uh, it's... It's... it's <laughs> It's tough. I mean, it's really tough. especially just, I mean, us growing up. Oh, shit. I pressed control. Are we good? Some things went away. I no, think. we're good. Or maybe it didn't. I don't know. We're good. But like we just we grow up and we're the the idea of like a perfect kind of life is, you know, you go to school, you do well, you go to university, you, you get a good job and you meet that. You person. meet someone right away. You meet someone and right, it works away. Out right yeah, away. You get married, you have kids, you buy a house and live happily ever after. And for sure, that does happen for some people and good for them. But I think we're kind of at a point where, I don't know, I just have... Me personally, I have way more questions about life now. And mm. I was that person. Like, mm. I I was girl crazy growing up. I still am. You are? Uh, yeah. I would call you girl crazy. Not, not in an overwhelming way. I'm distracted by yes, you females. Are. And I'm trying... <laughs> I'm trying to get better. Just walking down the street with Mark. I'm like, Mark, over here. I'm talking to you. Uh, shit. Stop. Fuck. That's terrible. Terrible. It's 2019, Mark. Get it together. Ooh. You're never disrespectful. You just like you just oh, like no. checking people out. It's all yeah, good. It's whatever. Just with the eyes. Looking's yeah. for free. Touching's gonna cost you. Yeah. But uh, no, I'm just. And so I was all I centered. I did. I centered my life around you know like you find that person and you get married and you and you have a great time. But now I'm just. I mean. As we kind of mentioned, ah, oh, damn, we're getting into the dating thing. I wanted to shout out Quartzite Moms. Whatever, we'll get oh, to that shit. later. We're on, we're fine now. You have to listen to the episode to get the shout outs. Yeah. It's like an Easter egg hunt. I know, right? You don't well, know when it's going to happen. Talk about Quartzite Moms, a different podcast. Well, we're, we're going to have to on. tie dating into basketball somehow. Ooh, <laughs> That's just... loving basketball. Great movie. <laughs> Check it out. I used to watch that with my babysitters. That was like 20 years ago. I don't have babysitters anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I was in a relationship. For a couple of years. Yeah. Maybe more. I don't even know. That's jury's out on that one. But, for a while. Um, been single for the last three months and, and really more than anything, just trying to focus on myself and personal goals. I mean, before my personal goals were finding a girlfriend. Oh, burp right. just came up, folks. That's okay. It's a drinking podcast. It's allowed. Oopsies. My stomach's like, oh, you're talking about the <laughs> difficult <laughs> stuff right now. No, I'm just joking. Um, it's like, this is what happens when yeah, you get like, into emotions. Bleh. 
There's yeah. everything. But yeah. um, no, it was. Uh, it's good. I feel like I'm in a healthier place in terms of just looking after myself. Like I was, I was always mm. looking for someone else to look after instead uh. of looking after myself and trying to meet my goals instead of like finding someone and then having shared goals. Yes. Or so, having individual goals that you just support yeah, each other. Right. So it was just, yeah. it wasn't, uh, it wasn't healthy. I mean, my ex-girlfriend, we're, we're still on very good terms and, yeah. and, and I still like, I'll always love her. Like she's, yeah. she's great. Like I'll always be there to support her, but right. I, I just, I'm in a different mindset now where it's like, you need to figure out who you are and, 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 get on your personal goals and, and create that legacy that you've always wanted to create for yourself. Yes. So you can't, you are busy doing that now for yourself. You yeah. can't be doing that for somebody else. No. And now that I am doing, you know, starting BNV media, uh, the podcast production company, I don't have time for anyone else, but myself, no. like it's been nuts guys. <laughs> I understand why people work nine to fives because trying to be an entrepreneur is fucking terrifying like oh man my poops are just <laughs> i wasn't expecting that for some reason <laughs> i didn't know where that was going liquid guys uh, oh, oh okay i was gonna say it's usually one or the other it's i haven't either... had a solid poop in months so it's it's do you get diarrhea when you're stressed should i, check? Should I go to my doctor uh yeah that's how my anxiety I... uh Manifest. manifests thank you itself it's like oh and sweating so it's like either i'm sweating or i'm pooping and so you internalize anxiety. Yeah, I don't. I don't express it. My body expresses it. <laughs> I whoa, feel we're like on the I'm, bottom of this. I'm getting there too. I used to be very um, outwards and like oh, I'm anxious. Blah, blah. I'm getting to where you are. Where I don't know if that's a good thing. It's though. a calm <laughs> like everything is fucked. I'm busy and I don't know what I'm doing. And <laughs> it's like the do- the dog in the burning house. Like the this oh, is yeah. fine dog. This is fine. That's kind of this us. And I like that about both of us because we're both trying to do this thing very much. And I should say, Mark's trying to do this thing. I'm very sidebar. No, you're part of it. I'm part of it. But you. But it's you're one of the original. You're one of the OGs. I know, but it's I'm not a part of it as much as I would want to be because of time constraints and work and like, you know, I do want to keep intoxicated going. Um gonna be a challenge but i do want to keep it going right oh do you want it intoxicated to be on the bnv media website i mean we'll have to talk with that <laughs> off the pod folks <laughs> but i mean like i mean i have I, I i probably but it's your baby i understand yeah right it, it is my baby and that's the kind of thing about it it's this love-hate relationship of i go back and forth between Oh, this fucking thing that's in my living room and this fucking studio and, uh, and uh, my, I don't have fun anymore. And then, but then I get here and I have so much fun and I love pressing publish every week. Right. I love it. So it's this weird love hate relationship where without it, I think I'd be unhappy, but with it, it's a challenge right. to find, it's a challenge to manage your time when you have a full-time job. And now I have a full-time job that is very like, I mean, I'm working. I'm working the full the full day. Yes, you are. There's no it's which is great. I'm actually loving it. But it does mean that by the end of the day I'm like poof. Like, okay, I got meetings. I got gotta go edit. I gotta record. Like, there's no for a lot of people, their days are like, Okay, I'm done work. What's for dinner? 
right? Like, okay, I've got my sense of accomplishment. I got my eight hours in. What's now for it's time dinner? To unwind. What's for lunch tomorrow? Like, I'm thinking about lunch an hour before it happens. That's about it. I'm thinking about lunch an hour after lunch. <laughs> Whoops. But you know what I mean? Like, I I don't know. It's tough. It is tough. I mean, that's why, and like I said, that's why people don't do, do this. It. Like, <laughs> that's why we're in the minority as entrepreneurs, as self-starters. Like, my uh, shout out to one of my good friends, Hannah Kovacs. Hannah Kovacs. I, I shouldn't say one of my good friends. One of my friends. Like, she just moved back from Toronto. I don't want to be like, we hang out all the time. <laughs> she is an entrepreneur. We had her on Brand New View. And she just moved back to Halifax. And she started a high-intensity workout uh class out in Toronto. She was working for a tech company and she was doing this on the side and then it got very popular. So then she started Hit with Hannah. Ooh, very Hit with catchy. Hannah, which I'm very curious about. Right. So and then it became her full time job out there. And then the whole the plan was in it originally Yeah, I guess originally. Like it was always to come back east because right. her she just was recently married. Her and her husband are both from um out east. I'm not exactly sure I feel like he might be <laughs> From like New Brunswick. I don't okay, know. but I don't that's still, that that's still maritime. Still maritime. I get it though, because when people move away from the maritimes, they always want to come back. Right. So, yeah. Hannah, very awesome woman, like just a, a killer of an entrepreneur. Mm. She's opened up Move East now. Yes. Um, which is a high intensity workout like building. She's got classes every day, a bunch of other stuff, and she's opening up on Quimple. Check it out. It's in the uh, the keep, that building. Yes. Opening November 1st. November 1st. I'm definitely going to check it out because that's 100% the type of thing that I would be right? wanting but to do. She posted this today, and I want to read it out Ooh, here. Yeah, any, read it. Any entrepreneurs out there listening to this podcast? Anyone who wants to start something or, or be their own boss. Anyone wants to start this. This is this is the behind the scenes, and like I... Tr- Yes. I try to suppress this. I try not to. It's like the dog in the fire. Like, it's fine. It's fine. Right. She says, opening a business may look glamorous. And while there are many opportunities. No, that's just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read, folks. We're both so tired. I don't know how to read. Okay, let me start over. We'll edit that. <laughs> opening a business may look glamorous. And while there are many wonderful things about the journey, there are many emotions, thoughts, and anxieties we tend not to talk about openly. I posted lots of fun photos and videos throughout the process, but here's what you don't see. Constant anxiety, big expenses, risk, investment, hours of sweat equity. Oh, Ooh, preach, because I sweat wow. all the time. sweat equity. Loss of sleep, feeling inadequate, missing my friend's wedding, imposter syndrome, that's a big one, missing my friends, financial instability, delayed timelines, fear of failure, social isolation, loneliness, panic attacks, tears, forgetfulness, Nerves about being a boss, revenue targets, managing cash flow, and feeling the gravity of a big undertaking. That is so much fucking pressure, folks. Stuff, But she follows that up with, let me be clear. I am not complaining. It is the greatest privilege to be doing what I'm doing. I've worked hard to make this happen and wouldn't trade it for the world. But some days, these thoughts get me down. And guess what? That's just how it is. Not asking for sympathy, just wanting to share and keep it real. It's definitely not all sunshine and rainbows. Some days I just want to curl up and shut off my brain. I am human. For real, though. Oh, ding, ding. And she finishes it off with, I am living by the mantra, feel the fear and do it anyways. Oh, I just got... I got... Yeah, I got goosebumps. She's got the goose pimples. Was that on her 
personal Instagram? I don't say goose pimple, folks. Goosebumps. Like, it's only goosebumps. Was that on her personal Instagram or her? That was on her personal Instagram, which is hit with Hannah. She also has Move East. Go check it out at move.east. Interesting. And sign up. Like, it's it's such a positive environment. She's awesome. A couple other friends that are also trainers. uh, Zach McDonald. Actually, Ben... My former co-host and I are, are good friends with him and um, a couple other people I know as well. Amazing. So check it out if you're looking to get fit. Another plug. Yes. Move East. What an inspiration though. Right? Because honestly, the more I go on about life, the more I am like, I wish I could just be my own boss. I do get, I am known to get overwhelmed by all the things that come with that. And it's mostly money. Honestly, like. I would say 90% of my stress is money. Oh, yeah. Just knowing that I can pay my things. My visa's fucked. If, if I knew I could pay my things. You'd be good. I would I would just roll with it. Mm. But that's, I would like to actually, I should reach out to her to come on. Do you think she'd come on here? Yeah. Yeah? I reach think out so. It's interesting. It's just, it's such a wild decision to make. Mm. And mind you, I feel like the, the decision It's not necessarily like a, okay, I'm going to be an entrepreneur now. It happens very gradually where it starts as a side hustle or like something you really love. And then, you know, and you, you might've found this too. Like people will just start asking you, so you making money off it yet? Or yeah, it's like, like, no, uh, talk to me in like five years. The number one question other than how many listeners do you have that I get? Well, people is, is, are you making money off of it or could you make money off of it? And I get that. Like people have every right to expect, well, you're doing all this work. Like, why aren't you getting paid for it? Like I have a nine to five. I, I charge every minute I'm at work. Like, why wouldn't I? And I understand that. And I'm beginning to think a lot of people, like there's comfort in being told what to do. There's a big time comfort in it. You, it's half the work. Yeah. Figuring out what to do and to delegate. Right. Like, I mean, how many times have we gotten together being like, okay, we're going to talk with this. And then we end up talking about X, Y, Z, Z. Oh, well, every time. <laughs> I'm the king of tangents. And it's it's very um, hard sometimes, especially if you are on time constraints or if there's so much other things going on to like be like, okay, what what are our action items for right now? Mm. It's hard. It's like, I don't fucking know. What do you <laughs> What do you mean action items? First of all, can you define that? <laughs> An action item. But no, it's it's true because like, I mean, there's, we're getting to a point where entrepreneurs, uh, it's kind of like a hot topic. Like you look at NSCC, the Nova Scotia Community College for all of our international listeners out there. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a bit of a push to kind of get people to build their own foundation. Mm-hmm. And even at the universities at Dalhousie, you know, there's the entrepreneurial Absolutely. Classes and things like that. Mm -hmm. But it's still, it's, it's still, it's a lonely world. Like she says, it's, it's very tough to kind of just be like, okay, this is all on me. I have to create value. Like I go start a job. The value is already there. They're like, we hired you for this. We think you can do this. We're paying you. We're paying you this. Like you are getting, you are getting a wage. For just coming into work yeah. and being there to do your job. So it's Make very... some calls. Here's ah! the script. You know, like, don't yeah. worry about it. We got you. But when you're not... When you're trying to create that value for yourself and you're trying to get other people to like it and catch on to it to a point where they can then be like, here's money to do it. It's hard. And it's 
hard not to take that personal mm-hmm. when it doesn't work out. Right. That's the thing. It's like you're going to, that's another big thing is like, you're going to fail. Like yeah, you think all of your ideas are going to work. Like yeah. I always come back to sports analogies. Like Ooh. you are no one, even professionals. They miss like quarterbacks. They don't, they don't complete every pass. Right. You know, goalies, they don't, they don't save every shot. Very true. But, but they're still professionals. They're still the best in the world. Yes, the comedians the day, bomb all the time. Comedians bomb. Every every <laughs> damn comedian you've <laughs> ever seen, ever, yeah. has bombed. Yeah, even the best of the best. Even the best of the best. And they've learned from that. Even bomb. Adam Sandler, folks. Yes. But speaking of sports, basketball is a sport. Ooh, oh! look what we did. We're getting better at them segues. Look how fucking maxed out your volume went there. If only (laughs) we had ads that we could segue into, but we don't. We we only have podcasts right now to segue into, which is just as good as that, if not better, because you can listen for free. Right? So, like, quit complaining, guys. Um, Courtside Moms. Yeah. So, as I mentioned before, we have our original network where we kind of have the the, uh, creative design behind all those podcasts but we also are in the business of creating podcasts for brands and companies and we we take their ideas we work with them and then we help them realize their dreams and podcasts oh yeah baby. so courtside moms is a production uh created by title league uh, anyone not familiar with title league they were the uh people behind jurassic park 2.0 when the raptors were in the finals <laughs> against the warriors my heart almost dropped there when <laughs> you, said, you met jurassic park the movie they, series uh, yeah they produced <laughs> they produced the new jurassic park yeah we up we up in the big leagues now folks no um no they so uh, funny <laughs> they put on the big event under the nova center which wow. was yeah. during the uh the raptors championship run Massive crowds, thousands of people underneath there. The The ground was shaking. I hope Crazy. no one was underneath in the parking lot because it was apparently pretty scary. No big deal. No harm, no foul. And what they're doing now is they want to create this kind of uh, media network, this media empire, eventually, of uh, of all sports. And they're, and they're starting with basketball because that's what they know the best. And courtside moms is what the, what are you laughing at over there? We did go live on Facebook. <laughs> oh my god! I told you to check it. <laughs> it's what Andrew Vaughn said. I see how it is. Bringing people on to shit talk while it chains, huh? <laughs> oh my god! That's oh, so funny. Oh no! Hang on, I'm deleted. Gonna, I am. I am. Deleted. I am. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> my mom liked it. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm sorry. Shit. <laughs> I don't know what. Shit. I don't know what was. Said. I'm gonna go in. With- it was. It was just my personal Facebook though. Just okay. BT Dubs. It wasn't uh, the that, intoxicated. That's probably worse. You probably have more fans on your Facebook page. Your original. Your. I have more like real people. <laughs> <laughs> Only robots listen to intoxicated. <laughs> no, but you know, you know when like podcasts will follow other podcasts, like just. To follow them, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a lot of that on intoxicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, like my personal stuff is more like more people that I know. Okay, right. but yeah, sorry. So yeah, that. we went live there for a bit because Sarah <laughs> s- starts streaming idiot. instead of start recording because she's we, blind. What did we? We didn't say anything crazy bad. <laughs> nope. I I just privated the video, so we'll we'll go back and watch. <laughs> 
38 views. Son that's of not. A that, that's not the that it could have been worse. To be honest, okay, we're. Fucked. Can you imagine if we looked at that and it was like a hundred or something? Well, then we'd be like, "Hey, we got some fucking where viewership." Th- where are those thirty-eight views on the live streams? Uh, yeah, yeah. Where were you guys on Canada Day, you fuckers? <laughs> Anyways, okay. Oh my god, this is so funny. we digress. <laughs> Fuck. I'm sorry. I'm dying. Uh, it's fine. We'll be fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um. So yeah, courtside moms. <laughs> Title League, that's their first production. Very cool idea. Uh, it's hosted by Wendy Sparks. She's from Montreal. Great last name. Sweetest woman. Aww. Coolest woman I've ever met. Oh, amazing. I know. Great name, right? Wendy Sparks. Yeah, that it, it's very, like, she should have a talk show. She should, and hopefully yeah. she will eventually. I mean, this is kind of a talk show. It kind whatever. of is, yeah. It's the future of talk yes. shows. But uh, she's from Montreal, and her son plays for the Orlando Magic. And for your non-sport fan listeners, that's a professional basketball team in orlando <laughs> obviously Orlando, and uh her son kem birch also plays for the canadian national basketball team haven't met him uh apparently he's a really good guy and i w- would assume nothing less because wendy is the bee's knees bee's knees so she's the host and she's interviewing other moms who have professional who have sons or daughters that play professional basketball Pretty awesome. So very cool. Uh, we've done two episodes so far. First episode was Edith Bennett. Her son, Anthony Bennett, was drafted number one overall by the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, seven years ago. He unfortunately just suffered a, knee, suffered a knee injury, so he was cut by the Houston Rockets, but that's a bit of a soft spot. What can you do? Yeah. The journey well, continues. It's, it's all a part of the journey. Yep. And episode two was Lisa Washington, who is a Badass boss. Damn. I'm going to say bitch. <laughs> no, I crossed my mind. I was like, no, I'm not going to do you, that. Yeah, you were gonna She's a badass boss woman. <laughs> She's from Toronto and her daughter played professionally over in Europe and her son plays uh, in college in the States. But she is the first female Canadian NBA, WNBA player agent. Oh, damn. Okay. So she represents players in the NBA and she's oh. going to be representing uh, WNBA players as well. Very cool. Very, very cool. So that's been a lot of fun. And uh, you guys have been kind of documenting the recording process. So on yeah, Instagram, there's a videographer is... as well. So it's all, it's on YouTube as well if you want to yeah. check it out. Ooh, and uh, the, the CEO of Title League, I'll give him a shout out, Kurt Benson. Nice. He, uh, very cool dude. He's kind of, this is kind of his vision and he's sunk a lot of money into it. So we're going to fucking realize this vision. Yes. And we are heading down to Orlando. In, Tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, we're recording this at 730. Our flight's at 5 a.m. It's like, whatever. I don't need to sleep. <laughs> and we're heading down to Orlando to for the season opener against the Cavaliers. And we're going to be recording an episode on the logo on the court the basketball court in the arena so cool so pretty fucking nervous right now folks you're and i gotta say like but excited a lot of this and a lot of the people that you've gotten for you know to be clients are because you went out and you've done the work and you've done the networking and you've made these relationships and they have faith in you and they they know that you can deliver i know it's nerve-wracking as shit But there's something to be said for that having that like relationship 
yeah. where they and like they know that you're you're somewhat new to this. Yeah, I'm new. I'm picking my ass on YouTube. Very Jesus. nice. God. Uh, we're just, I love how this whole episode is like, we're a podcast production company. Oh, look, at all the, look at all these things we've done wrong. <laughs> but I mean, that said, like, it's really cool that you get to dip your toe into a bunch of different kinds of podcasts. Cause like, You've yeah. done interview experience style. is happening yeah. before our very eyes. Yeah, you're building your resume. And let me say, folks, if you're wondering how this opportunity kind of came about, mm-hmm. um, Anchor, who hosts Safety Off podcast, mm-hmm. is uh, uh, friends with Kurt, and I had Anchor also on Brand New View as as a guest, right? And he messaged me and was like, "Hey, Title League wants to produce this podcast called Courtside Mom. They need a, a podcast production." company to do it for them mm-hmm. would you be interested i'll set up in a meeting and bam there you go Bob's so your uncle. this is what it is when you do have a podcast that relies on guests it actually forces you to create networks in a weird way mm-hmm. and so if you see someone who you're like i think they'd be cooling it on and then you get them on you have a develop a bond they then have you in mind going forward as dare i say an expert or a Maybe not expert, but yeah. Let's go with let's go with <laughs> expert professional. Okay, what happened to the top of this? I don't, what do you mean? What happened? Feel it? It's sticky. Oh, I don't know. It's probably just beer. Yeah, I have no idea. It just went from the bag to my fridge. So, does it taste like beer? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's good. We're like, oh. This, Mark's on his second. This episode is brought to you by BNV Media. Oh my God. Well, it kind of is. It sort of is. Yeah. This or this is like a, brought to you by, yeah, BNV Media. And so, Mark. Paid in part. Question, question for you. What are you looking for when you're talking about the network and the people who you want to mark, you want to brand as the BNV production what are you looking for in a podcast? Excuse me You're again. pretty open to different <laughs> kinds of podcasts. Yeah, I think. But what type, like, what are you looking for when someone's like, I want my podcast to be on BNB? I'm looking for passionate people, people mm-hmm. that I know I can count on that aren't going to be, you know, two or three months down the road. Uh, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, this is too tough. Like, I can't make this work with my schedule. Like, Serious we're people. in this for the long haul, folks. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't go back to my nine to five. I lasted three weeks, three weeks, <laughs> and it took me 10 years to get a degree. So clearly, I don't want to be doing shit for other people. <laughs> Stared at the audience for that one. <laughs> You really did. <laughs> but you, yeah, so you're looking for people who can commit long term. Commit long term. And obviously, it's got to be like a, a good idea. Like, I want some sort of organization. Right. I don't want people to be coming up like, we're going to talk about the Barney show. Right. I'm, uh, how's that? <laughs> I'm a big kid. No, that's Huggies. <laughs> This just took a weird turn, we, folks. I love you. You, you love, love me. me. I bet you there is a What's podcast about song? Barney. What's the rest of that song? I you love are such a fucking. No, it's like tree. we're something as can be. What What is that song? Let's see. All right. Is it is it is that the Barney song? I'm pretty sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up on YouTube. Research break. It's research break. But uh, yeah, just to fill in with courtside moms going down to Orlando tomorrow. It's gonna be amazing. 
We're going to be filming on the court with Aaron Gordon's mom, who also plays the magic, and Aaron Gordon's aunt, who is his agent and representation. Right. So it's uh, exciting. It's, shit. it's it's really exciting. Like I I'm kind of part of me, and I think if if you folks, if you recall what I wrote or what I wrote, I didn't read, I didn't write it, I read it. But Hannah's little excerpt there with the imposter syndrome. What? That's you, a massive thing. What is imposter syndrome? So um, imposter syndrome is when you think you don't deserve mm. what what you're getting. Like you've uh, you're like for example, well, I can give you an example right now. Like I am going to Orlando tomorrow to produce a podcast and part of me is like you don't deserve this. Like you you've done what have you even done? Like what do you mean you're going to Orlando? Like you're not professional. Like lot, you didn't though. go to school for this. Hey, thanks. Yeah, appreciate it. But that's the thing. You've done a lot of different things. I I like to think of it as Well, I do have a mark I, do, I have a marketing trades. degree. Like I do I do have a degree here, folks. So I you know, whatever. But not only that, but you've ha- you have experience with podcasts. What was that? <laughs> Oh, God, that's scary. Family! That's terrifying. <laughs> Turn it off. What the hell is it's, that thing? Why, are, why do its legs go up to its fucking stomach? All right. <laughs> nightmare fuel but back to imposter syndrome that's an interesting thing because i feel the same way a lot of the time and i don't know if it's because like a lot of people look to me about podcast stuff too and i a lot of times i'm like i don't really feel like i'm an expert sometimes because this is a casual conversational podcast where there's minimal editing and I've never done something more than that yet. Mm. Whereas you, you have. You've done a bunch of podcasts. You've you've been there in the recording process of a lot of podcasts. You've edit, like So I think you got to give yourself more credit, but I also totally understand where that comes from. But I think yeah. anyone who does something and it doesn't matter what it is for any length of time, any significant length of time should be considered somewhat of an expert in that so. field. I mean, as long as just, you know you're like semi-intelligent, you just know, on you the carry basis a conversation. Well, just on the basis that you've done it for so long, and yeah, we're coming up. I, you know what? It's been over a year since I started. We didn't launch Brand New View till December, but it was over a year since we started prepping for it. And now you're doing how many? So you're working on how many podcasts right now? Because it's kind of different roles in each one. But well, since Brand View is on hiatus, I won't count that, but f- five. Okay. Yeah, we That's got, a lot. We have Safety Off, What You Make It, um, Courtside Moms, False Nine, and and Recording for Lather, Rinse, Repeat. So. Right. Yeah. So how do you manage all of this? I mean, obviously, you, you said earlier that you have a flexible job. Um, and you work evenings so that's good so you have your whole day but even still we all know people who work nights probably need to i work in the day i serve a bit i i mean i don't want to be like i don't manage it folks i don't know why you'd ever want to work with me (laughs) but i i've always just (laughs) this is the whole point of this episode (laughs) i know right 
I'm a this won't psycho. Be in, this won't be in the sales deck. No, but I think I don't, <laughs> more than anything, I'm just, I don't know. I'm able to kind of remain calm and, and just yeah. get shit done. I actually totally think that about you. I don't see, like when you say that you're anxious, I was telling you earlier, like I don't see that. You should see my pits <clears throat> right now. I know that you say it's poop and sweat. Poop and sp- oh, you can't see anything. You're fine. Because the shirt I'm wearing, I'm a professional now. Come but on, like, but the, it's just I think interesting I'd be wearing to me. Gray, not a chance. Because <laughs> you don't seem. That's a really good skill to have to like have that like level head. Yeah, and yeah, someone who can stay calm and just like. Do you ever get um, panic attacks? No, no. I've been on the verge of like. I see. I don't want to say on the verge of because I I don't really know, I guess. But like Mm. two interviews I've had, like two job interviews, I've started like dripping sweat and just like, you know, the butterflies. Yeah. Just like overload of butterflies. But I'm able to just take control of it. Interesting. So I've never had a panic attack. And I'll tell you right now, that's not out of the norm at all for entrepreneurs. What I've learned. Because they're used to the chaos. It's almost like a desensitized. Yeah. But uh, no, I uh, not yet. <laughs> it's interesting because that could have happened to me today. I had kind of a chaotic morning at work. Yeah, and it's like, what is a pain? It's just like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's I think it manif- it's different for everybody. But like, yeah, a lot of hyperventilating and shutting down, and yeah, it's. I mean, it can be different for everyone. For me, it's very much so a. I need to just get away from people and breathe for a second. Yeah, like kinda, I've had that where moment. it's like. I'm sweating profusely and it's not that hot in here. <laughs> it's oh not God. that hot. It feels like it's 80,000 degrees, but everyone else is wearing a lot of clothing and they seem to be okay. You should go on. Um, there's a certain drug that I, I, it might be Viagra. I ain't going on drugs. Well, there, I think that there's the only like, drug I use is marijuana. <laughs> there's some just sort of, kidding. There's some sort of drug that actually helps sweating. Oh, what for reals? Oh, dry saw. No, it's Use like that a, shit. It's Dabble like an, do you. Botox. Botox. Okay, that's not a drug. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, it's an injection. Yeah, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> a chemical. It's a chemical. Would that be the right I, word? Doesn't it just like... It, it makes your pores smaller. But or is gone. it a drug? Hey, here. Hang I got, on. Let's look this up. Botox, Are you sure it's not a drug? I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. <laughs> but at the end of the day... If you're gonna, if I'm gonna put Botox in my pits, mm. then my body's gonna be like, "Oh, you thought that's the only place we could sweat from?" Right. Oh, welcome no, to true. your forehead and welcome to your chode. Mm. Botox. Good is job. A Hope neuro- you like that fucking circle of sweat on your pants that everyone can see from the back. What kind of drug is Botox? It, okay, it's not really giving me a straight answer because it's not a drug. Okay, well, fair. It's but, like plastic uh, surgery, essentially. <laughs> I would totally get it if I had Botox, which is interesting because you put Botox in your face and it's like, mm, Kylie Jenner. But Botox in your pits. No, not necessarily. Like, mm, if I, I get, sweat. Well, if I, I have one deep wrinkle on my forehead. That's where I would want to get it. Ooh, yeah. Folks, you can't see it because I'm washed out right now. <laughs> but I have, if anyone watches hockey, I have the Jerome Aginla line what on my forehead. What the fuck? Oh, it's straight across? Yeah. What is what does that mean? Like, how do you get that? And why uh, is that? What a does hockey? it mean? You're the one who follows fucking <laughs> fucking birthstones or whatever. Okay, okay, Miss. Okay, 
So I have an important question for you. This is where it's going to get funny. Do you know your birth time? Yeah, 10.15 at night. Really? Are you... It was 10.15 on the dot? Yeah. Are you... Oh, what, like 10.12? Yeah, like, no, I, I mean your I exact birth time. I, I will, my parents always told me 10.15. Okay. I'm going to just look up what it your... It was a Monday. <laughs> In 1989, March 13th, two days early. March 15th? I oh, had yeah. a hole in my heart. The doctor said we might have a problem. We got to send this kid for more tests. That almost became the Will Smith uh, Prince of Bel-Air. Mark Boudreau, I'm going to calculate your there. birth chart here. You are a he, not a she or a they, right? True. Just, True. just checking because I, I should True. check. <laughs> my name is Mark, and my pronouns are he and him. <laughs> <laughs> he and bitch. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Um, okay, date. You said March 15th? 13th. Ma- March 13th. Two okay, days early. I was you share a birthday with my best friend, Danielle. Shout out, Danielle. Shout out, Danielle. How many dudes did she kiss? I don't know. I don't think. Maybe not. Bagels. Any. What is what's the bagels thing? <laughs> zero. Oh, <laughs> ba- fuck you. Ba- a bagel. A bagel is a zero. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> you said ten fifteen, uh, right? Uh, yep. Okay, I'm just gonna see what your rising sign is. So you're you are a Pisces. I know that is your. Sun. I definitely know that. And I, and that like, is your sun sign, folks. Let's be real here. I mean, everyone <laughs> has checked that part of the paper growing up for their <laughs> fucking whatever. What's it called? Horoscope. That's it. Yes. Horoscope, astrological yeah. sign. And yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, that reconfirms my thoughts. Where were you born? What Halifax, city? At the Grace. Halifax. Oh, wow. They even incorporate cities now. This is a whole fucking business. Holy shit. Yeah, no, it's a whole thing. I don't know if this oh. will even give me Nova Scotia on my phone. Let's see here. Halifax. <sighs> It's been an hour and 10 minutes already. Yeah, time flies, man. You don't remember this? No, I know, but like, I thought it was going to, uh, whatever. This <laughs> is going to be a two hour episode, folks. <laughs> Potentially. Okay, I want to um, do this with a C. How do I? M A R C. And then, no, A U. And then do it with a, a K and see a, if we get different wait, results. Wait, A U? B E R E A U. R E A U. Sorry, folks. Stay with us. We're going to get some results. This is the joy of editing. Here we go. So I'm just going to look at your rising sign because I don't know. Um, the, your rising sign is what, I guess, you your outwards persona. So like what you put out to the world. But like if you buy this, sign. you're really like giving up a lot of autonomy. <laughs> what do you mean? Like... This is what I mean about people who like to be told what to do. They also be like to be told what they are. Oh, that's deep. Yeah, that's right. I'm here all night, folks. Okay, you, you reach Cleo. This is interesting. You are a Gemini rising. Oh man, Gemini's are I guess known as one of the worst signs of the zodiac because they're known to be two faced. Well, that's interesting and- because Gemini man fucking sucked apparently. Oh, Will Smith. <laughs> No one wants to see you twice. Like, are you, you're, you, you fucking jumped the shark. You're too into yourself now, man. 
Come on. <laughs> so you are curious about the people around you. For sure. Um, do, 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 do. Let's see what else it says here. <laughs> Sounds similar to Sagittarius rising. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Gemini is mostly interested in moving about in their social circles. These are people who love to ask questions. Ooh, podcaster. My fuck buddy's a Gemini. Um, he likes to say things like, is it in? Hey. <laughs> literally said that to me the other day, and I literally stopped and went, what did you just say? Like, what are you, McLovin? <laughs> like, actually. Okay, wait. Um, mostly interested in moving about in their social circles. Mm-hmm. Social circles? Totally. I'm all over the place. I have many different, I like, I'm, I'm all over the place. I don't have like a best friend. I mean, I kind of do like Sean Harris showed up my guy. Right. We've known each other our whole lives, but I have many different friend groups. Yeah, you do. Definitely restless and often quick oh, in physical yeah. expression. Um, natives, natives of the Gemini ascendant, that's like rising, uh, exude what? an air of impatience, even if they don't mean it. I mean, they can't get it all right, right? There's a cleverness to Gemini Risings that can intimidate some, especially sensitive folk. (laughs) Fuck out of here. I'm sick of all this fucking triggered bullshit. God damn. (laughs) There are faculty. Is that faculty? Sorry, I lost our Facility? Faculty? Facility. With words can be a wonderful asset. Although sometimes Gemini rising individuals identify too much with their mental agility and forget in their personal interactions and communications to nurture people around them. I wouldn't agree with that. I think you're pretty nurturing. I try to be. That's an interesting. Just pick something off your chair. Thing about that. Uh, a certain lack of warmth and presentation. Uh, All wrong. All wrong. See, folks, <laughs> it's a fucking facade, <laughs> which is the next word you're about to read. It's not really a facade. It's a fucking scam. That's what I meant to say. So your Gemini rising is in the second house, which means... What is this, Harry Potter? (laughs) Yeah, there's houses too. So not only do you have multiple planets in your birth chart, that signs get assigned to you. Who the fuck came up with all this shit? This is your birth chart. So That is so long. So, like, see here? So, like, here are your different... So, your sun is Pisces. That's your main one. You are... Oh, your Mercury and your Venus is in, in Pisces. You got a lot of Pisces placements. So, that that's pretty Pisces dominant. Capricorn. Got lots of Capricorn in there. And Gemini. Uranus. <laughs> Interesting. So, Mars and Gemini. What is Lilith? Is that the person who made all this? A Lilith Jeez. would fucking come up with all this shit. <laughs> Let's look at the Lilith part because I'm curious about that too. Because I don't yeah. really know much about that. Uh, oh, shout out to Yana, our, our new uh, kind of like she's taking pictures for some of our recordings. She's so mad at me for doing this. I don't give a fuck. She's like she. I work with her. She's a server. She's also a nursing at Dow. But mm. she wants to like maybe not wants. I shouldn't put words into her mouth. But she takes photos and takes great photos. And I'm like. Fuck yeah. Fucking do it. I know you hate what you're There's doing right now. tons of podcasts, I'm sure, that could benefit right? from a photographer. So like, wink, 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 nudge, like nudge. us and intoxicated. Mm-hmm. So I, she came in last night and took photos of the false nine. Oh, that's awesome. And I would love to have a photographer. I would just sent them. Honestly, there's a couple things I would want for intoxicated. A photographer, a designated driver to get my guests 
here and back. True. Safely. Well, we're going to have an Uber real soon. Like, that's a great photo. Oh, that's fantastic. Good for her. Okay, I got to read about your Lilith. So this is interesting. Lilith. Ooh, I like that. Represents our darker, deep and deeper natures that may be repressed or buried. So your Lilith is in Libra, which means that you, it says, I love how it addresses you directly. He may have felt uncomfortable or wrong for needing companionship or seeking approval from others, or he may feel that dependency and compromise are weak and not right. This can lead to periods of intense neediness followed by independence. What? Did that just happen to me? (laughs) (laughs) Accepting that we all need to lean on others from time to time can help resolve problems with extreme behaviors and relationships. Oh, shit. Okay, listen. This got real. (laughs) Who cares? You're laughing. You're like, oh, vindicated. Like, maybe the human experience isn't as fucking unique as we think it is. I think that's what we can take from this. Do you see any truth in that, though? Of course, but I see truth in that for a lot of people. Yeah, that's actually, you make a good point about astrology. It's very vague and can be applied to pretty much anything. It's fun to get confirmation. It is. Because then you get rid of the imposter syndrome. Right. How do we get rid of... That's actually a really good question. How do we get rid of the imposter syndrome? I don't know if you do. Checks. Checks in the bank account. <laughs> Checks. We'll start getting paid. Getting paid regularly. I don't... It's tough, though. I mean, be, I think it just comes with time because there's so much that comes with running your own business. I mean, I don't... I just think of myself as a people person that mm-hmm. kind of maybe can create some synergy i don't know shit about accounting shout out jess but i mean that's something that we're doing like we're kind of reaching out to people who we know knows more about the things that we don't know and And we're producing their podcasts (laughs) hey hey that's how you do things you subsidize it bitch in kind in kind uh exchange which is quid pro quo is what they would say which is good because i think it's important for someone to it's important to recognize what you can't do and find people who can do it and maybe learn from them or just have them do it. 100%. I'll give a shout out to uh, Dave Culligan who yes. posted on LinkedIn recently. Oh, what did he post? Saying like one of the things I would have changed because th- Dave Culligan, for all you people that aren't familiar, he started a media company called 365 Media. 365, yeah. Very, uh, he did like the, he vlogged for a whole year every day. I loved that. Days. Yeah, that was so cool to see. So it was really cool. And then he started his own business. Now he's doing branded content for massive companies like Puma and Ford. And Madness. He posted on LinkedIn the other week and he was like, one of the first things I would have done if I could start over is hiring experts in fields like mm-hmm. accounting and, and uh-huh. financing and, and yep. photography. Or not photography because he's a photographer. But all that other shit. All the things that he maybe wasn't as strong. Wasn't an expert with. Because you really do... Like for Jess, our accountant, she may know something and can just fucking fill in something that would take me a week to figure out. Right. So it's like you just have to, you got to understand where you can do it and where you need to pass That's the buck. such an important thing. Massive. Yeah. Because we're creative types. So. Right. It's like. <laughs> we don't get know. that. I, the, <laughs> I have no idea how I pass accounting. No idea. And not because I, I'm dumb folks no no dude mm-hmm. but i just had zero interest that was my problem growing up the entire time like if i didn't care about it ooh, yeah didn't do it 
I was going to say, um, one challenge that I've, I'm finding, because I'm kind of, so I got this job, I'm kind of, I'm doing stuff with BNV, and I'm also doing all these, like, little side jobs with other companies kind of wanting to hire me for casual side jobs, and one thing that I'm facing now that I've never faced before, which is, like, how much do you charge for yourself? Mm-hmm, that's a that tough one. That is... Creating your own rates. A very hard thing to come to terms with, because I kind of realized... I did two jobs and I kind of overcharged for one and I undercharged for another. And it was an interesting We've all learning experience for me. <laughs> We've all been there. Didn't you just incorporate yourself? No, I, I haven't done that yet. Okay, you can cut that then. <laughs> Should I? Uh, now you have Should to. I do that? <laughs> like, I don't even, like, that's the thing I just don't know. I but, don't know either, but yes, BNV <laughs> Media will be incorporating BNV, in, yes. But very I mean, soon, I mean, Sarah McClellan doing event coordination. Not we so could much make punk. that part of BNV. We could. I mean, there's probably ways around That's it. It's part of marketing and promotion. I love how we just get into business stuff. This it's is what like, happens when we get go, together. Let's go. Um, it's exciting times, though. It's busy times, um, but it's really cool to be a part of this. And it's fun. Like if you if if you're out there at your nine to five right now, and you're listening to a podcast because you really don't want to be doing the work you're doing, listen. It's going to be super scary to go out on your own because I know you, I know everyone out there who doesn't want to be at their nine to five has thought about what they could do instead of their nine to five. Yes, it's so true. And it's going to be way fucking scarier to do it. But you're deep down, you're going to, that, that feeling that you have right now is going to go away because you're doing what you want to do with your life. And I, I feel so many fucking people live their life. Like they get a second chance afterwards. Like they mm. die and they're like, okay, you didn't do what you wanted to do. Let's just restart around like, I don't know, 16, 17 years old. Yeah. And, then, and then, you know, do do your thing. Like be an entrepreneur, be whatever you want to be. Yeah. But that's not the case. We have one chance. And I just, I, I, I might sound like an asshole saying this, but like you just fucking take it. You know what I was thinking about today? And it's kind of in regards to the election. It kind of got me thinking. Yeah. We're kind of living in a culture of good enough right now, mm. meaning, and and I find it, I mean, on a broader scale, politics, but but also um, definitely, it's like Trudeau, yeah, yeah, good sure. enough, not the conservatives, right? So good, and I, I find that with um, taking on new jobs or transitioning into a new career, like. A lot of people around you will say things like, well, it's better than the one that you hated. So, and I just have a real kind of problem with that because I feel like I can say a lot of good things about what I'm doing right now, but I can tell you that event logistics is not what I want to do long term. Mm. Event planning is very stressful. Well, no, you want to run a fucking media empire, which you I do. And I want to, I love podcasting truly. Ugh. This is so cheesy. I feel like it truly saved my life in a way because I was in such a dark place. Um, and when I started listening to podcasts, I felt less alone. And, and then when I started mine, I, you know, it's it's brought me so much value and joy. So I'm so in love with it. But it's it's it is tricky when you can't just. It's not like I can just apply for a job on Career Beacon to be a podcaster and get. You know what I mean? Like we have to start well, these things ourselves, and it's Which a lot of work. Which is kind of good and in a lot of senses. It's good, and it's not full time yet. And obviously, I'd love for it to be full time. I'd love to say I quit and this is what I'm doing full time. Yeah. But it is frustrating when you're in that stage of 
being kind of you're still taking steps. Mm. You're not there yet. Mm. You're still taking the um, what you call it, the lily pads, like the jumping. It's true. Well, I jumping think jumping stones or whatever. I was talking to our, our accountant and also host of Lather Rinse yeah. Repeat just today, and I was like, it feels like there's so many little things you have to do. So you feel like you're, well, you are, you don't feel like it. You're constantly busy. There's always yeah. something to do yeah. and you feel like you're, you're gaining momentum and you, and you, at the end of the week, you're like, well, like I should be here now, but like, why it's am I still like, stuck? Yeah. It, it's kind of, I, I refer to it like a, um, like a clock, I guess. Like you look at a clock and it doesn't look like anything's moving except for the second hand. Of course, shut the fuck up folks. <laughs> But if you don't look at the clock and you go on about your day, it's like, holy shit, so much is happening. And then right. time flies by and you're like, well, I should look back at the clock and, and, and so much should have gone by and, and, and not, so nece- and not really. It's like, you know, a few hours, whatever, but it felt right. like so much happened in those few hours. So you expect the entire organism to move as fast as the intricate parts inside right. of it. But everything in here, you know, it's like gears moving really quickly, really quickly. But the whole thing is moving like that. Yeah. And that's tough because yeah. you you feel like you've accomplished so much because you've been doing so much. But yeah, it's it's a it's a long game. It's the long game. And you're 100 percent right. I'm I'm and I think you're in a similar spot right now. Um, I feel like I'm. <laughs> throwing myself into work to avoid feeling depressed and sad and you know like there's some emotional things going on that i think that if i was home with nothing to do sitting with it Mm. it would be very dark and not nice where if i'm busy i may be stressed and tired but you got something to do but i'm not thinking about that other thing that's fair i'm not i can't do i'm not sad what do you mean you can't you can't like I can't bury myself in work unless it's something I want to be doing. Oh, yeah. And I all, all the things I'm doing right now, I want to do. Okay. All but right. okay. but okay. I guess what I mean is, is like, rather than saying, oh, like, no, like, maybe it's too much. I'm saying yes. Okay. All right. You're like, bring it on, baby. I'm, Everything. And because I'm also seeing the big picture in the sense of like, this is building bricks time. Hmm. Um, do I miss hanging out shooting the shit with friends having fun having drunk nights like do i miss that yes but right now i'm building for years from now when i can say that i'm working for bnv or i am working for myself so you, it's you mean working for bnv we're, like, we're laying bricks media empire let's go here. but you know what i mean it's it's a brick laying process that's another good way to put it like we're laying bricks and, and it takes it's like it's going to take forever for Very the wall. Very small. You can only put one brick in at a time. Yeah. But I think like uh, something. I think. I'm not. I don't build buildings. <laughs> Maybe you can do like, ah, this side's putting bricks up. Anyway. So I, I also recognize that there are certain things. Like for me, it's debt. Like I want to pay down my debt. Because I would rather pay down the debt and then invest, help you out with investing money into this. Because you're putting a lot of your own money into this thing. I'm so That's broke, guys. one thing that I need to <laughs> Any mention. Any rich people listening to Intoxicated? <laughs> <If> you <laughs> Wait, wanna, rich people and, listening to Intoxicated? <laughs> if you want to bet on something, bet on us. Investors. Investors out there. We need some investors. Have some extra money. But you're not going to get any <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Anything no <in> equity. <laughs> investors, zero equity. <laughs> but you will see some bitching podcasts. <laughs> 
<laughs> and some Damn high right. quality we'll, equipment. We'll pay, we'll, we'll pay you back, but like you're not owning shit. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. It's it's this is this is new to both of us. We're both trying our best. I just think that like it's better to do what you love. I would love to get paid to do what I love. Absolutely. And I mean, my dream is have a studio. Like, that's both of our Oh, dreams. yeah. Yeah. We're going to have a three-floor studio. Three well, I'd floors. rather struggle like this yeah, for right. however many years it takes as opposed to having a steady nine to five. And never doing Having it. a roof over my head. Well, I have a roof. I'm not homeless, folks. <laughs> but having like a nice home that I can go home to and I have my, my meals because I, yeah. I, I can afford like all the groceries that I want. Like... Fuck no. That yeah. sounds worse to me. And I know for a lot of people, that's, and for majority of people, like, that's, that, that's what life is. That makes sense. Like, why right. wouldn't I want that? But for me, it's like, n- no, that no. sounds like a routine and it sounds like the same fucking thing that a billion other people are doing. You're two years younger than me. What do you, like, w- with your friend group? 30 folks. Oh, what up? Shut up. With your friend group who are in that stage, in the nine to five dinner. <laughs> Nine to five dinner stage. Are they fun to talk to at parties anymore? Be honest. We're we're almost we're an hour twenty eight in. You're <laughs> assuming they're at the parties. <laughs> oh shit! But you know what I mean. I feel like at this point in life, it's very strange because I'm finding that I can't relate to my friends anymore. Well, people are starting to settle down because, like, that's what society tells you to do, and I don't. I don't want to seem like an asshole here, folks. But no, like, I love this. What? Don't just because society right now in 2019, our Lord's year. No, I'm just joking. I'm not <laughs> fucking religious. But in 2019, based on whatever Jesus or whatever it is, could be like a different year, depending on where you're listening to this in the entire world. Mm-hmm. We assume like we have it all figured out. And that's okay. A lot of people are like, I'm comfortable. I'm good. We have a free society over here in North America. I can do my thing and buy my shit and whatever. But like, mm-hmm. no, like there's so much more to this entire fucking everything. Like, But you know what? Here's the thing. I agree with you. But I also think that it's also okay to want those other things. Of course. And, and, and there's whoa, a whoa, whoa. lot of people. Whoa, 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 Sarah. <laughs> you were like, you were pumping me up there. So I was like, fuck those people. No, no, no. No, no, no. But They're great. See, here's the thing. I'm, it's a, it's a conscious effort for me to not be that way because that has caused problems in my friendships. Yeah. And no, no, no. And, and so, I'm not saying. Yeah. All I have, I have, I would say the majority of my friends have regular jobs. Like, well, not regular i mean stable like i have a lot of like my friends are really fucking successful it's kind of ridiculous like there's a couple doctors there's a fucking trainer for the pittsburgh penguins like jesus christ they're doing well for themselves but it's still like a relatively normal job it's not it's not out of the ordinary it's not unorthodox and they're great like we're all on good terms and and they respect what i do and i respect what they do right but yeah there's just so much it, more to life guys there's a lot more to life and not everyone's path is linear and mine is more like a scatter graph it like, kind of looks like your heartbeat <laughs> mine is all over the place not like a dead person because that's not going anywhere but it's like actually it kind of looks like that kind of looks uh, the way like the waveforms oh there shit. we are folks i had a friend who asked told me um today that like she's like i'll be home for christmas we should get together and i literally felt like saying like 
you're gonna have to remind me when you're when you're here because right now i see and i won't lie because things are so up in the air with my actual job and like where i'm getting income i see maybe three weeks ahead and that's it I don't even know what's happening come Christmas. I don't know anything. It is so stressful at the same time. Ridiculously exciting. I think. I think I I could see it as... I'm going to try to choose to see it as exciting. But it's really easy to go to stress. Because you're right. There is comfort in knowing, okay, I have a job. I have income for whenever I want it. I can just leave that job whenever, but I have it if I want it. And when you don't have that... It's stressful. Yeah, 100%. And I should, uh, everyone's going to hate me now, but I'm very lucky yeah. to have a family. And I'm, I'm, I'm an only child. My parents are fantastic. Like, they are there to support me. Now, not, like, I'm not trying, I'm applying for grants and things like that. I'm not being like, can you have $5,000, daddy? <laughs> but, but. but they're not going to let me, like, they're not gonna let me die. <laughs> They're gonna make sure you have a roof on your, over your head and that you yeah. have food. Like, and that's the thing. I feel like, for me, yeah, if my parents were in the city, I would consider that right now too. Yeah. Because money. Because here's the thing: you gotta spend money to make money, mm-hmm. and that is something not a lot of people think about, especially with creative endeavors that are kind of made for entertainment. Everyone thinks that we just do this thing. It, it's fucking pricey. If you want to up quality and if you want to make it a business, like what you're trying to do, yeah. it costs money. To to run multiple podcasts and have multiple people working on multiple podcasts, we need new equipment. We need computer machines. We need space. We need, we need everything. We need everything. We need stuff to be able to be mobile. We need, you know, like, and it's just time it's ridiculous. is money. That's the biggest yeah. thing. Like we are giving up, like I'm spending probably a full-time job a week absolutely on podcasting so it's like i could be making money with a a regular job but i'm choosing not to so like i recognize the privilege that i have with with my parents and and allowing me to kind of go and and chase my dreams and shout out jimbo and momo they're the fucking greatest that's so awesome yeah and that's the thing like i do you think an honest question if they weren't here and you couldn't live at home. Oh, I would already be a millionaire. I would have already realized my dreams because it took them a while to allow me to be who I wanted to be. And I know that sounds like a terrible thing to say, but they kind of pushed me in that. And I shouldn't say that. It was, it was my father. <laughs> yeah. Love you, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> he was like, you know, you want to get a good stable job. Like you want to be oh, a doctor. I see he was what like, you mean. Go to university, get your degree, blah, blah, blah. I think I would have just right away been like, I don't want to do this. I want to do my own thing. And I, and I, I know that sounds kind of pompous and like, well, what would you, how would you have like, you don't have any money. You would have been homeless and maybe I would have been, but I still would have been like, I, I'm, I'm a creative. I'm going to fucking do this. Yeah. It's like almost like an extra gene. I feel like there's creative people who don't have that gene. To like, I hate using the word hustle because it's such a fucking buzzword. But hustle, loyalty, <laughs> respect. Can we? I want to bring grind back. I like that kind of better. Grind, Ooh, the grind, grind. I was like, grind what? Like Tony Hawk's grind, like grinder, like. But it is a um. Speaking skill. of, I went to Reflections the other day. That was what? something. Yeah, you're like what? <laughs> I. uh was, the new reflection sucks. Oh well, I don't know. I'm no, you've this never, is the first time I've ever been to any oh, reflections, but interesting. I uh, 
what was it, Friday night? I had a meeting at 6 that went really late till 9, and we had a couple beers. So I was like, I'll go say hi to my friends at uh, was this Auction podca- House. podcast meeting? Entrepreneur meeting. Okay. Shout out Brett Evans. You're a goddamn beauty. I love Ooh. you. He created the Dube Tool. Any of you smokers out there, check it out. Is that an app? At for, Dube Tool. Is that an app for smoking? It's an outdoor smoke, like uh, weed accessory helper. Like if you're into it, being an adventurer and you also smoke weed, check out at Dube Tool on Instagram. Mm. So we had a long meeting. We had a couple beers and I was like, I'll go down to and smoke a joint, obviously. Oh, ding, ding. It's legal here. Hey, Just let's for, go. I actually have an Ottoman of US listeners. So, yeah. Oh, what up, guys? You'll, be, you'll get there soon unless you're listening in. Colorado, California, Maryland, Connecticut. <laughs> uh, I don't even know the other places. <laughs> and so I was like, I'll go say hi to my uh, my good old server friends down at the auction house. And we had another beer down there. And then Paige, you piece of shit, came in, one of the other servers, drunk, and was like, let's go dancing. Let's do it. And <clears throat> I enjoy dancing. I enjoy moving my body. It's a good time. Natalie, Natalie, we call her Natalie though, the bartender, put on that dance music and all of a sudden we were in a groove. And Paige was like, You're I was talking like, talking like your friend, I don't even know where you live. We were in a groove. We were in a groove, <laughs> folks. We were going, we were doing it. And I was like, man, I wish, like, and I, I love, I'm a big fan of EDM and one of the oh my coolest concerts I've ever been to, or festivals, I should say, was the Jakarta Warehouse Project in Jakarta, Indonesia. Oh, sure. During my Asia trip. Oh, man. Fucking incredible. Like 80,000 people, 90,000 people, all the big acts you could ever think of. And I miss that shit. Hopefully, I'll get to go eventually. But that's what was playing at the auction house. Ah. This is like a real long way of saying I went to Reflections, but whatever. How did you find it? Did you have fun? Just wait. Ooh, I'm not there Sorry, yet. sorry, sorry. <laughs> so I was like, damn, I love this music. I wish we could go to a bar that has this music. And... Natalie was like, there is a bar that has this music. It's called Reflections. Actually, she said it's called Refs. And I was like, Refs, what the course. fuck is Refs? And she was like, Reflections. I was like, oh, yeah, of course. So I was a little bit reluctant, but my uh, one of the other bartenders, Josh, came with us. And Paige and Natalie. Excuse me. Got a bit more indigestion here, folks. And Alex. Four of us. And we go. And hey. They weren't lying. That music was live. Not yeah. actual live. You know what I mean? Like how the kids say live, like it was fire. Oh, is that is that what it means? Yeah. Oh, I never it wasn't knew like that live track. music. There was a DJ though, I suppose, but it was like, yeah, we're getting down. Mm. It was lit. Mm. Ah, it was lit. Yeah, exactly. I like lit. I still like lit. And uh then it got super packed. I was thinking like the ratio wasn't as is <laughs> as <laughs> I think it was I thought it was gonna be like 70 30 it was like 99 to one I think For, Josh and I were the only straight guys in there I'm gonna be realistic with you but oh that's interesting because I've heard that the new reflections is way more straight than gay no that's interesting no. okay and not to say there's anything bad about that obviously mm. but I was getting a few like pulls on the ear and I was like you Ooh, know on the what ear. let's get out of here Josh <laughs> like let's go to the L house I'm good <laughs> But it was it was fun. Like we got to dance to some. Uh, I don't even know why I started this story. No, I. Well, you're letting loose. You chose to let loose. Yes, that's that's really important. On Friday, 
So sometimes I do, I, I do let loose. I do blow off that. Steam. I haven't gone out to a club in so long. My friend Heather was visiting recently, and we there's something about when she visits that we revert to college us, or we try to be college us. Mm. And we had this moment of like we were out, and my fuck buddy was downtown. I was like, I want to kind of hang around, see what he's doing after. Um, so we should mingle around. Of course, and, um, of course. And uh, and I was like, what if we went to the dome? To like relive the nostalgia of the dome. We were in the lineup for maybe 10 minutes and then we're like, fuck this. We need to leave. These people are too young. They're not wearing coats. It's cold. They're so young. I don't know what it is about the dome, but (laughs) But those kids don't wear jackets. And girls, girls are out there in short skirts and like bare legs like they got, and shit. Like this is the look, like this, but and it's like, thing. what are you doing? That was me. That was me. Like college me would purposely not bring my jacket because it was just an inconvenience, and I didn't want to deal with coat check, and I wanted to be slutty as fuck. That, That's pretty good. Eh? I see that, and I go, "Holy shit, that was me." Can we just get in? <laughs> that I gotta was go me. pee. Can I go pee? Yes, go pee. Be quick. Dippers, folks. You know what? Of all the things that I could have accidentally streamed at this. <laughs> what? And we're back. And we're back from a peep. Where did we leave off? What were we talking about? Oh. Clubs? Reflections. Let's actually. Well, I'm at an hour 44. We can wrap pretty soon. I don't want to keep you too late because you have a flight very, very soon. And uh, you need you need your rest. Ish. Don't worry about it. We're not done yet. The the rest ish. We're not done yet, folks. What? We're not done yet. What? You have anything else to say? Yeah. Um. I I definitely do. Do you know what you're trying to say? Because I have half a beer left. Oh, that's right. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll keep talking. I just didn't want to keep if, in case you want no, to get home. No. 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 Like, I'm, I'm going to sleep. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. Um. Bars. You so, went to refs. You yeah, danced. I went to refs, but then we t- we were we were done with that. Yeah. You look so small. Shove in more. Oh my god, I can't believe she just said that, <laughs> folks. <laughs> I don't have my dick out if anyone's wondering. There you go. You just looked really small from that angle for some reason. There we go, folks. Let's not isolate those clips. Back. <laughs> Ooh, I thought of a question I could ask. Do it. So, um okay. What do you like more? Producing Oh my god. Trying to get clients here. <laughs> Producing podcasts or hosting them? Being a guest on. <laughs> well, yeah, but that, that no, I like. I, I think I think it depends for sure. Because you've done both. You've done. But I've, I've done both. But, but I guess you've never just been a host. You've always been producer slash host. Yeah, that's very. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. I have not been just a host but you but you 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 chose to stop doing it to focus on the production yeah i think i enjoy i, I like i'm it's not necessarily that i enjoy the production side more or the business side more but i i recognize it as the the route or path the, to head down right the, the right the one that feels right and you know what i thought was interesting earlier you mentioned like about money and how You'd rather do what you love or whatever. What's your definition of success? Because some people see it as making money or making a certain amount of money. Yeah, good for them. That's fine. Um, 
I always looked at growing up like ultra rich people. They're still trying to make money. Yeah, they just want more. They just want more and Once more you get and more. Even, yeah. And then you look at, and like, let's bring it down to not ultra rich people, but very rich professional athletes. You just pay more for the same shit. Yeah. Like, I've got, I don't know, this is my boy, Sean Fitzpatrick's watch, Shop 60. Check it out. You can get this for free, but it's probably like a $100 watch. Mm. I could pay $30,000 for a watch. Yeah. Do I feel any different? Mm. No, I don't think so. Mm. So I don't, I'm not going to say that like ultra rich people aren't more happy and there's no question about it that like there's a uh, correlation between having a bit more money Mm. and happiness. Some people say it's around 70 to 80,000 before it really kind of just levels off. Interesting. However, that's just one particular study. But I just, that's what always stuck with me is like, I I see these ultra rich people and they're still trying to make money. They're still not happy. They still want more. And it's like, okay, well that, that, that must be not where that, um, what's the word I'm looking for? That contentment. Right. That's not where it comes from. But if you think of your life and what you want for your life. Do you see things that are a little more... I might go into politics eventually. <laughs> like what... Don't like, show this, folks. <laughs> like, well, it's not blackface, so I can definitely be the prime minister. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh hey yo. hey Um, But like for me, for example, like financially right now, I can't see myself buying a house. I can't see myself... Fuck houses. You only be in car. one room at a time. The only th- good thing about housing or houses... It's like public housing. What? The only good thing about having a house <laughs> is hosting. So, like, if you want to host people, then yeah, I get it. But, like, at the end of the day, you just need a room to cook, a room to chill, a, a room, room to, to s- poop, <laughs> and a room to sleep. Very true. Is there, a, like, how, what do you see as your perfect life? Oh, I'm, like, on the, I'm, on the, I'm on the beaches at, like, 40, folks. Like, so you want to live like down I, south? Like, I build this. I build this media empire for a decade and then I get the fuck out of here and I start traveling and seeing the world again. I would like to travel. But see, the thing is, traveling, you need money for that. Well, yeah, I've been building this for 10 years. Yeah. I travel as a 40-year-old and yeah, maybe I can't do all the same things that I did when I traveled a few years ago. Mm. But there's so, like, in my personal opinion, Mm -hmm. the greatest experience of life is seeing life like seeing all the different ways of how human beings have found where they are today yeah we we were very small over here and not so much with canada we have i'd say and sorry for the american listeners but i think we have more of a worldview than americans who are kind of content with what they have they're like i don't need Mm. to leave this country this is all i need Mm. but there's so much truth in Mm. in seeing how other people live yeah and seeing it firsthand talking to them seeing it experiencing it like that's why i like like even when i went down south i loved going off the resort and despite Mm. 
the media being like, you're going to get murdered. But, you know, that's like, a fucking lie to keep you at your nine to five, folks. Obviously, I feel safe at a resort. So I, I like the safety and the comfort oh, of you staying. like that comfort yeah, like, of, uh, like you know, that. like, you know what you need to do and how I, you're going to do it. I like it. But I also like taking a day trip going off and yeah. seeing the reality of Mexico. Like, that's where I went. Mexico. Like, Absolutely. like that. It's fancy fancy resorts and then just utter poverty yeah like it's, it's the extremes oh, night and day yeah literally. you can't just have this vision of down south as like because like the visions that we have of it are like the resort visions and that's not at all check out juarez if you want to no don't do is. that you'll die but check out what <laughs> juarez oh but and I, and I know we sound like oh it's, I went and traveled and it's just well it was I life haven't really changing. traveled that, I really haven't traveled that much but, like Mexico is the furthest I've been okay but. well there's that age old, age old story I'm probably not age old it's probably pretty modern but like people yeah. go over to Southeast Asia in particular they go to Australia or some people go to Africa and they come home and they're like I can't just sit here and pretend like that didn't happen and if you're like oh like you went traveling and it changed your life and i get that i get that point of view i totally do but like there's just i'm just my personality is when i know there's other things out there Mm -hmm. i can't just sit here and pretend that this is the only way it is Mm. oh yeah yeah, actually, yeah, that's a very, very good point. Especially with the internet, you don't, you don't need to go anywhere to know that there are so many different ways of life, so many religions, and that's kind of why I'm not, like, I mean, I, I grew up like wholeheartedly believing in our a Christian God our Lord until and like Savior, grade yeah. eight or our Lord and Savior yeah. Jesus Christ, JC, the Holy Spirit. Oh, I did with my left hand. That's probably bad. Yes, Jesus Christ was right-handed. Anyways, um, I was just like, how can we pretend? Mm-hmm. That this is right when there's so many other religions mm-hmm. out there. Like mm-hmm. we, how pompous oh, yeah. of us to well, be like, well, this is the right one, and this is our heaven, and if we don't save everyone else, they're gonna go to hell. Like, shut the fuck up. Shut that's fuck like up. something that like I feel like is constantly on the back burner of my mind. Of like, I'd really like to learn more about stuff like that because. I'm definitely not an atheist. I'm not. Like, I... I, I there's definitely something out there's there. There's definitely something there's out there. Something made all of this, whatever this is. Yeah. And I, I have this, like, obsession with death and fear of death that is overwhelming sometimes. And I often think, okay, Sarah, there's a lot wrong with your life right now. You're not... You're not really happy. I'm not... I'm getting there. But I'm not full... I'm not happy yet. But if I were to get, say, diagnosed with cancer today, right now, and say, like, I have two months, I'm friggin' I'm going to find religion. Like, I'm, that's probably what I'm going to do. Fair, it, fair. Like, oh. like, I know that that's dramatic, but it's not like I'm going to find the love of my life in two months. It's not like I'm going to find my career in two months. Like, if I have two months left to live, I thought I, you were going to say, I'm going to see the world, but that's fine. <laughs> well, I mean, that would, I don't have the money for that, but if I did, I would. But I, I want to seek peace in the fact that I'm going to die. But we don't... Do you know what I mean? Like, I want that peace because I don't have that peace right now. Totally. But at the same so, time, it's like, what, do you want to go to heaven for forever? It's not necessarily that. I just don't want to be scared of death. What's there to be scared of? I just don't... I'm just kidding. I don't, what am I yeah, saying? There's a lot to be scared of. I can't of. wrap my mind around it. I think about it I don't obsessively. Think, okay, I... I like to kind of 
I don't know. Like I like I said, I, I don't believe in religion, so to speak, because it's like humans created religion. But I like I, I organized am, religion, I, organized religion, but spirituality. No, well, yeah, you stole my word, buzzword, Sarah. But like, and but I don't also want to say like I'm necessarily necessarily spiritual, but I'm kind of spiritually scientific. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah, yeah. when you think about energy mm-hmm. and our bodies are have energy. Mm-hmm. Like, there's energy in there. Yeah. We're we're pumping our heart is pumping blood, yada yada yada. And the old like <laughs> the old story goes, you no know, like scientifically speaking, energy cannot be created or destroyed. It already existed. So when you die, it's not necessarily that the energy is dying, it's just being transformed into a different type of energy. Do you believe in ghosts? <sighs> I don't think that you end up on this plane mm. in the afterlife. Mm. You're not here like no. fucking people's life up, like strangling them in the afterlife. Like this fucking yeah. showcase would have you to believe or fucking TLC. But I don't necessarily believe that like atheists believe that you die and, and you're it's over. It's blackness. Right. And, but I can I can completely understand where they're coming from, because before you were born. It was blackness. It was nothing. That's kind of, I've talked to like so many people with death. Like, it's just like kind of my, like, I love talking about this. When I talk to people, I know a lot of people who see it as nothingness and that literally when you die, it's just going to be like before you were born. There was a time we weren't born. So death is just that in the future, Mm -hmm. which I still don't find comforting (laughs) well yeah and and that's the very very scientific way to look at it and that's why i say i'm kind of like spiritually scientific but like yeah i think you you were born because energy was transferred well i was born because the parents got it on yeah yeah but like the energy energy. like yeah yeah, i mean like there were also transfers of fluids but like whoa we just got really x-rated on intoxicated here like check well, out check only, out bnb media it's only weird because it's my parents but yeah <laughs> I, exactly but like yeah. energy was transferred yeah. into your mother's stomach yeah and then you were born yeah so it was not energy you could argue as like kind of created but it was mm-hmm. just it was transferred like mm-hmm. the energy was already there yeah sperm egg already exists energy transfers into a human being right so you weren't there because it was a different type of energy. Mm. So when you die, it's not like your energy is being transferred back into your mother and your no. father. So that energy has to go somewhere. But where? Exactly. We don't. We so don't that's know. The, like that's what what I mean. Hence, a million pajillion <laughs> religions being created. But that's the thing. Like, and that's why I say that. Like, if I was diagnosed with cancer, I would probably seek solitude and different. Um. I don't even really. It's spiritual. it's scary. It, I I I would just need to learn more about what other people think. This um, form of consciousness ceases to exist, no question. But ugh, we don't so know what's next, and yeah. and I mean that's the million dollar question, right? Like our world for a really long time, and we kind of finally I shouldn't say finally, whatever. A lot of people still believe in it, but are kind of in an Asian enlightenment enlightenment, but for the last thousands and thousands of years, our world has kind of been ruled by that. 
Yeah. Oh, guys. <laughs> Looks like Mark stayed a little extra and the <laughs> conversation got a little no, extra. I just, I just feel it really hard. Like it's something... I don't know about you, but I think about these types of things when I go to sleep at night. Oh yeah, like I, I, I get, I get. Uh, it's hard for me to go to bed and just think about like my to do list. Uh, mind you, I think about that too. But what kind of to do list, like with your like what's to do tomorrow and, like and who's to do or what? <laughs> well, <laughs> JK, JK, JK. But like I, I, I think very large scale. Um, but also admittedly, like the large scale things that I think about are all very selfish. They're all around me. They're all around my existence Mm. and my purpose. And I don't always want it to be that way. I want to learn to have peace with myself so that I can care about other things. Well, I think. Am I growing? Look at you. What (laughs) What episode is this? What's episode the, 30, 135, Look baby. it up. Maybe it means something. Oh, 135. 135. What are those numbers? What's the birth we could sign? Look up, we could look up like the passage in the Bible. 135 rising. Oh, uh, <laughs> shut up. Just kidding. But I think I'm just, mm. I'm content with just not knowing and none of us are ever going to know. That's that's the that's the biggest mystery of life. You can, you can argue that the universe and and the brain are the final frontier but death is the is the final frontier although it's not necessarily it final it's 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 the one thing we will never be able no and you know what i shouldn't even say that i shouldn't rule that, that out maybe we find a way to eventually communicate with that plane like so many mu- movies i mean try you to, can do apparently like there's a drug you can do that gives you the same sensation as it's death. called dmt check out the joe rogan podcast at did joe he, did rogan they do it on experience. the podcast no he's got a fucking chamber in his basement like, what? like i know him i was there last week <laughs> but did he do it he does it all the time. Okay, I wasn't sure. Well, I mean, I, I only dabble in Joe Rogan. Like, I when there's a guest on that I like, I'll listen, but I don't listen regularly. I'll tell you what. I know someone who did DMT, and I'm not going to name them. Oh, shit. But. What did they say about it? They said that they took it, and if you open your eyes, you saw, like, if music was playing, you saw you the notes were visualized. Like your brain could see the notes. Oh my God. And if you close your eyes, they said that they saw this woman who was speaking to them in a language that wasn't a real language. Oh, that's scary. But they understood it. And then they spoke back to her in what they thought was going to be English, but spoke back in that language. Stop it. Stop it. Oh, that freaks me out. There is so much more to this world, folks. Oh my God. And, and and we, and we don't, we don't know, but at the end of the day, like there's, there's, you can seek comfort in just like being okay with that. Being okay with that. We don't know. I'm not there. Oh, you'll get there. And I, but I need to get there. I don't know how. BNV media. (laughs) It's a mix of probably therapy, meditation, and I don't know, something else. Um, I'll tell you what, actually, I'll tell you a story, um, mm-hmm. from my ex-girlfriend. Okay. Tell it. Okay. Tell it. <laughs> Do it right now. When we went, went to, uh, Southeast Asia, I went for three months and she stayed and met up with her friend for, and stayed for like an extra month or so. Mm-hmm. And when I left, she signed up for a yoga retreat for like a five day yoga retreat. Yeah. And little did she know that it was more than yoga. It was very... 
it was, it's more than just the physical working out yoga. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it it's was, like a, it was everything. It, it was, um, mindfulness and all that. mindfulness. Like it, 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 there were no drugs, but what happened was they had like a, a one of the nights, um, and I'm at a loss for words here. Two dippers in. Yeah, lightweight. I don't care. Whatever. Doesn't oh, matter. Seriously, you're feeling it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna blame that on the beer, not my brain just being like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so it was kind of like a meditating circle and mm-hmm. they all got together outside mm-hmm. and she said she got the 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 yogi or the the instructor got everyone to kind of lie on their backs and stick their tongue back. And if you go really far back in your mouth, there's a soft spot. Okay. And she's like, put your tongue there, and that kind of releases this sort of energy. Okay. And they, she said, she was like, I don't buy into this shit. Like, okay. She, she, she's a very skeptical person, and I'm a very skeptical person as well. She, she was like, explaining it to me, and she was like, this, like, what, what are we doing here? Like, this is, I, I thought I signed up for yoga. Mm-hmm. But- this woman, she was like kind of coming around, kind of being trancey, you know, that whole thing. And she's like, you know, put your tongue back there and that's going to like open up this like new portal kind of thing. Whoa. And she had visions. Whoa. Were they, were, was there, I won't ask specifically what they were. It was probably very personal, but like, was but, it scary, positive? It was meaningful. Co- co- oh. So people, did she see people she knew? Oh, yeah. Oh. so oh boy that's just another mystery and and i think that comes with being in a western civilization where we maybe kind of left that behind because there's still so many questions unanswered and skepticism we come over here skepticism so we come over here and we're like listen we're gonna build our civilization on things that we know not things that we don't know we're not gonna fucking deal with that shit that's just too much that's right. just gonna fuck with our heads gonna fuck with our minds so if we know this much let's build our foundation on that yeah but i think there's so many other cultures out there and that comes back to just exploring the world and exploring different cultures and exploring different types of people that you're just like there's so much so much more, more to this that, that we're just not even tapping into that we're not privy to whatsoever yeah that's that's crazy i want to do it all there's a documentary out there that um and i don't necessarily buy into this either way but people who hear voices that we've kind of said you know are bipolar schizophrenic they have a portal oh, to other dimensions that don't don't even get me started on that because i get i i I hear them at night. It, when I have night terrors. You have night terrors? Yeah. When I have night terrors, I hear, I hear... My girlfriend's had night terrors. It's... it's um, sl- Sleeping to me... This is going to get sad, but sleeping to me is not... Enjoyable? It's stressful. It, it doesn't recharge you like so it's supposed to? So I kind to. of have a theory. Okay. My theory is, is that I've become this extreme night person like four or five a.m. is usually when I'm naturally gonna go to sleep. Yeah. I force myself to go earlier, but it I'm tossing turning for hours. But um it's cause I'm a little scared too. Mm. Cause I get to bed, I'm tossing, turning, my mind's going crazy. I'll be on the verge of sleep and then I'll usually have these little mini night terrors that like <gasps> and I'm just 
sweating. I'm anxious. My heart's pounding. And sometimes when that happens, I hear unaudible voices. Mm. Um, it doesn't happen all the time. A lot of the times it is this, you know, when you have those moments where you feel like you're falling and then you're like, oh, yeah, it's oh, kind yeah. of like that. Um, I There's used a to have a term for that. I used to have worse night terrors, like seeing shadow people and stuff, but that doesn't happen so much anymore. Yeah. But um, I've heard and I, I don't know what they're saying. It's so scary. I don't know what they're saying. It's usually a couple words and it's just it's sucky. I don't like it. I wish that there was a way I could fix it. And I don't know the solution. I know that once I'm asleep, I'm fine. I'll sleep till noon or two. Like, <laughs> so once I'm, a, once I'm there, I'm really good at once sleeping. Once you're into it, you're good. Yeah, once I'm there, I'm really good at sleeping. But it's the getting there that's weird and challenging. Mm. Uh, and every time I've looked it up, it's always just like, yeah, mental illness, mental illness. Like, you're mentally ill. And I'm like, no shit. <laughs> It's uh, <laughs> who is it? She's gonna kill me, guys. No, I'm sure. um, yeah. See, that's that's another that's another frontier, right? Is like the brain and and how does it work and why does it work the way it does for certain people? Yeah, it's fucked. It's it's very much fucked, and we're literally on the cusp of that shit. Like not even on the cusp, but like we're just starting to chip away whatever the fuck this is. Because if I want to like what year did the exorcist come out? Oh, I don't I look it up. People still think people get possessed by demons. And you know what? Because I'm I'm in a pretty accepting mood right now. Oh, maybe they are like possessed <laughs> by demons. I don't fucking know. But no, it's it's like it's mental illness. 1973. 1973. So we're literally just finally accepting that this might just be our brains Mm -hmm. and it's like where the fuck do we go from here man i don't i think we should let's that's a good where do we go from here where do we go from here i'm gonna close up this episode check out bnvmedia.ca no don't check it out i love the transition what a great transition well okay we won't say check out the website maybe just you can if you want, but we're still working on. You're yeah, still working it's, on. Yeah, it. uh, it's yeah. it's gonna come out in a couple weeks. Sarah just needs to send us her goddamn bio. bio. I know. <laughs> Write that shit, would you? I will. I'll do that tomorrow. I actually have a. I think I. I don't want to jinx it. I think I have a decent, sl- decently slow day at work tomorrow, so I should be able to do that for you. Um, I'm so happy you came on. Thanks so much, buddy. Hey, this, anytime. This, this was a lot of fun, and you're doing really we're cool stuff. You should be really, really proud. You say we're a team, but it's honestly, Margaret's mostly you. You're doing. That's you're not, doing there so we go. much. Look, of this. folks, I'm actually not that small. Now I'm at the front with Sarah. You're doing. You're doing so much, um, and everyone needs to stay up to date with. You can follow BNV Media on social. Yeah, media. we don't really post yet because we're we, waiting for the website launch. But at BNV dot media yes check it out and just stay tuned i would say stay 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 fucking tuned i'll keep you guys updated as well um obviously with the podcast and like official launch and right and and all that and if you Um, want uh if you want to join the original network the bmv media network mm -hmm. let us know you got an idea for a podcast reach out if you have a business that wants a podcast i'll tell you right fucking yes it is the new marketing and it's not going anywhere it's here to stay yes you look at every massive company right now they have 
podcast, okay? Yes. And I'm not going to be charging as much as whoever the fuck made their podcast. Very true. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. There's tons of opportunity. Reach out with questions if you're interested. And yeah, this was this was so great. The shit fun. got deep, and I love I love deep conversations. So that was yup. We really got into it. We were like hour and forty five. Let's dive Let's, in. Yes, and check out the other podcasts that we mentioned. So we got Do False it. Nine. We got Safety Off. Safety Off. What you make it? Cur- courtside Moms. Courtside Moms. And Lather, check out repeat. Lather is repeat in a couple months. Just kidding. A couple weeks. I'm going to get them to do an ad for me. But uh, they have their Instagram up so you can go check out any news. Um, it's at Lather, Rinse, Repeat Podcast. Yes. And finally, go check out Hannah. Hit with Hannah. Hit with at Hannah. At move.east. You want to start moving and you live out east? Check it out. Check it out. Mark, you get to... Oh, yes. I don't know if they can see. Oh, that's not going to do it. <laughs> I'll link to everyone's socials below. Beep. More work for me, but I'll do it. It's whatever. Mark, ring that bell. Okay, quick. Why isn't it? Work? Oh my god. We're professionals. Headbutts. Uh, <laughs>